This episode of Watch Out for Fireballs is brought to you by our brand new duck feed show, Heartbeat City. Cozy Snugglefield is on the line. He's taking your calls with a variety of guests, answering your questions about love, life, sex, and romance. Go ahead and check it out. Uh, it comes out this month and is only because of our patrons at patreon.com slash duckfeedtv. If you have a question for Cozy Snugglefield and his guests, uh, go ahead and call one 602 69 or write in at gary at duckfeed.tv. Thank you. This is Gary Butterfield. This is Cole Ross. And this is Watch Out for Fireballs, a Games Club podcast. And this week we are talking about A Way Out, which is an adventure game developed by Haze Light and published by Electronic Arts for the PC, Xbox One, and PS4 in 2018. Yeah. And th- welcome to June. It is, uh, this is a month with a theme. That theme is Better Together. Uh, and this was a choice of one of our Patreon backers, Peter Bemis. The month was a choice, not this game. This choice, the, yes. th- this game is all us. Yeah, the, the game is something we cho- chose. Yeah, we we're, we're the people who did it. Um, <laughs> the two leads were modeled after us. We yep. changed very much in our skeletal structures. Yep. <laughs> um, the uh, yeah. So thank you very much, uh, Peter. So this whole month is co-op stuff. It's also kind of coincidentally like B movie month, a little bit, yeah, and jank month. <laughs> like th- these are some jank ass games we're doing. Yeah. I don't think we've had a month of more kind of obscure and janky games, all of which I find enjoyable at least to some degree. Mm-hmm. That are all like objectively huge messes. Yeah, a mess like, is definitely <laughs> the right description for a lot of these. Like I'm way into it. I, like you know yeah. my my final analysis on this, not to jump to the end. I had a lot yeah. of fun with a way out. <laughs> Well, I had tons of fun, too, but it's also part of that was looking forward to the fun I was going to have, complaining about the things about it that doesn't work because it's right. a lot of it. The, um, this is – if you go to uh, if you go to slotparty.com or messyboys.com and then look up Gary and Cole, okay. it's just the two of us hanging out in these in this month of games. Right. You know, just like sitting on balloons full of custard, yeah. uh, playing Magicka, that kind of thing. You know, just taking a high heel and just uh, rubbing it in a cream pie. Yeah jamming some edf you know it, it's it's a lot of this month and then also associated cake sitting <laughs> right. you know? yeah. yeah that is exactly what i see here yeah <laughs> it's, it's, this, is, this is a real cake sit month <laughs> you know some games are real cake walk this one's a real cake sit 
couple dirty boys. Yeah. Um, um, and also, I assure you, we are humans. Yeah, we, we are humans. This is this is the, that Sonic meme or that, that uh, SpongeBob meme where he's all discombobulated right. or what have you. Like, this is uh, – I, I was really excited to, to, to play this. Yeah. Uh, and it, it's like it's such a – I'm glad that you like came to the same conclusion because it's such a weird – thing like i think that the, there's some some hay to be made uh-huh. in separating or not like the idea of fun versus quality of, of a thing oh for sure. sure and i think that like that's something we said about co-op in general in the past too is like yeah. oh co-op makes anything really good right it kind of does yeah like it and, and does it make it like it makes it very fun uh-huh. but it's like there's so many things here where i'm like like if I imagine playing this alone, if there was a way to do it, uh huh, fucking excruciating. Right. Like I would have been so bored. <laughs> I would have been so angry for most of it. Like it wouldn't work at all. Uh-huh. It just works if you have a buddy there to kind of be a micro version of like this game. Um, it's interesting. Like we'll get to this when we talk about reception and all that jazz. Uh-huh. But um, this game has a kind of a minor life as a YouTube like let's play thing. Uh huh. With uh you know famous YouTubers and their buddies getting on and they essentially just goof on the the whole yeah. thing and playing it at all simulates that experience mm-hmm. like if you have a buddy if you have a a, the, a sense of i was gonna say a good sense of humor that's reductive like if you have yeah. a sense of humor that you think you can you can laugh at like a b movie or c movie kind of level story presentation right and you have a buddy who can, and you play this, you will have a wonderful time. Yeah. So I don't think it's a good game. No. Like it, it is a weird thing. It's just it's a bad game that you can have a lot of fun with under the right circumstances, and they very cleverly made those right circumstances Mandatory. the only circumstances <laughs> right. that you can enjoy it in. Yeah. No. So th- think about that. It is co-op on two levels. You don't just have to have you know you don't just have to have somebody else to start the submarine with you. You. You or to launch the missile, you have to have somebody who you know to clown with as well. Yeah, right. Like playing this online without voice chat would be a similar nightmare. Right? Oh my gosh! Like <laughs> like it's just amazing how you know. So in a way, this is a perfect game for this theme. Yeah, and actually, this this is true of all three games we've done. Like not only do we choose games where it's like co op possible, mm-hmm. it's not just better together. Like it's it's like tolerable together. You know, like you, you, you need to have like I can't imagine playing any of the games we've done this month on my own. Whereas I could imagine playing Judge Dread, Dread versus Death alone, right? Which is my standby example for like co-op makes anything better, right? Like you know, me, me and Derek played through that game and had a blast. It's it's a terrible FPS from you know an era of terrible FPSs, <laughs> right? But it was super super fun because I we had a buddy to clown on it with. Mm-hmm. Um, any of these games this month would just not be fun, right? You know, mm-hmm. by yourself, and they are fun with people, and that's you know the essence of this this whole thing, which is mm-hmm. it's pretty cool that we kind of accidentally did that. <laughs> uh, you know, like this one we knew you had to, but the other ones we didn't choose because they would be dire. Yeah, solo, they just would. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> For sure. extremely dire. Yeah. So, like, I'm super jazzed uh, to talk to talk about all these, but like, a way out is in a lot of ways an arrow aimed straight at my heart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the, I mean, that's another thing that'll be interesting to, to talk about this as we record this on the day uh, that uh, D- David Cage has once again dropped his dick in the chili. <laughs> and I'm trying to get that trending as like a, a state as a expression. Okay. But for what, like a real David Cageian kind of thing to do. Yeah. I, I essentially just like doing the same shitty thing over and over and over. Right, right. You know? Like if you imagine a party where somebody just constantly dips. Well, well, yeah. If I, if I knew it was going to be that kind of party, I would have you know stuck my dick in the mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes. Yeah, yeah. It's just thinking chili is a little bit like yeah. I want there to be some risk. Yeah. For 
<laughs> so so you you want there to be an immediate consequence for him doing the yeah. thing that he does because 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 there kind of is but he just keeps doing it you know <laughs> so like it just needs to be like it has to it's it's simultaneously like banging your head against the wall over and over and ruining a party right right you know? whereas the mashed just, potatoes like, would just be kind of like soothing yeah for for the person who did it and the people other people if they didn't see it you know, they would just have like a fun mystery on their hands. <laughs> like, we have to cast this mold and figure out who's the around at this ball. Quick, you know? <laughs> quick, quick, pour that candle, pour that candle wax into the depression in the potatoes. Yeah, everyone line up, you know, and then let's check and see who matches the, the mashed potato incident. It's like Cinderella's you know? slipper. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the, um, so anywho. Uh, so it's interesting to do this game on the day that we're, that that game was released because this game is also trucking in the like, you know, you get to brush your teeth genre of adventure games. Right. Yeah. You know, um, I brought that up specifically as you saying it was an arrow directed to your heart. Because that's something we both like. I think that you value it a little bit more than I do. But I think it's something we both appreciate. Yeah, yeah. Like just this uh, kind of a, a, a assemblage of moments, right? Or kind of like small little opportunities for interaction, right? Like yeah. that's that's generally a cool a cool thing, you know? It's it's, it's like the um, it's like Duke Nukem 3D, but without a shooter around it. Yeah, yeah. Like Duke Nukem 3D was just like walking up and washing mm-hmm. your hands and pissing and stuff. Yeah. But I yeah. mean, like even, even more so beyond that, like I'm way into, you know, not way into, I'm, I'm far more into and tolerant of a heavily narrative experience like this like oh yeah in in no way is this at like i i think that until dawn is a much better game than this yeah um but uh this definitely approaches and lands closer to that side of the court than the david cage side of the court for me oh totally and i and i like that that stuff i know like i like a purely narrative game as well if like the like i love telltale games mm-hmm. and i've played you know a lot of those like i like i like that kind of thing too mm-hmm. I just don't like, you know, the the issue with this is it's interesting is because like this is the difference between this and like an awkwardly dialogued visual novel, mm-hmm. you know, which which in some ways this this kind of is with less choice, I guess, you know, it doesn't play out the same, but it's still like an entirely narrative focus with a couple of brief moments of interactivity that determine you know somewhat the the fail state, uh-huh. I guess, um, is just that uh, I'm entertained by it being bad because it's acted. Yes. You know, there might have been a version of 999 that was shorter mm-hmm. that also that, that used that awkward that dialogue for comedy because it was acted. <laughs> right. You know, maybe. And I could laugh at it as opposed to being irritated that I had to read it. Mm-hmm. Like if this was something that I just read, it would either like work, which would be very strange, but maybe it would work better or it just wouldn't be funny because it wouldn't have these weird stilting. And the performances aren't actually bad, which I think is part of – I keep calling it awkward performances, and it's not. There's yeah. just words that people shouldn't say. Right. Words and combinations and then edited <laughs> in such Voldemort, a way. Voldemort. Voldemort. <laughs> the, um, but yeah, <laughs> that's not that word you shouldn't say. But yeah, yeah. yeah sorry to cut you off. It's <laughs> no. like, yeah, combinations of words you shouldn't say, set up in weird com- combinations, um, and edited for, for scroll, maximum scroll effect. <laughs> right. So. Uh, hence why i said we're we are definitely human yes yeah it is definitely like a bunch of you know this game is about some some weird alien viruses that are piloting two human shaped bags <laughs> like <laughs> who by observing other humans are attempt- i mean it's basically cone heads we're describing cone heads gary yeah they, they're a lot, they, they, you, they consume mass quantities of <laughs> subway yeah um so this is this is co-op mandatory, like we said. We're going to talk about that a little bit more later. Well, but I want to get the context out of the way. I want to thank Ben, uh, Ben Merkel from the level for playing this with me. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. And I, I, I too, and I will thank Derek Hayes, yeah. who has been my co-op buddy and will continue to be my co-op buddy for all of co-op month. Yeah. He, he agreed to take the plunge, so. <laughs> well, that's, yeah. Uh, yeah. Ben had played this before. He played it with his brother, so that led to an interesting scenario. Ben is just completely allergic to the idea of spoiling anything. So okay. he's playing along and talking as though he doesn't know what the twist is oh. going to be, right? But also, he is intentionally messing up at places so he can see death animations he didn't see the first time. Oh, yeah, that's fun. <laughs> yeah, so it was fun kind of testing the edges of the thing with him, kind of inadvertently. I was like, yeah. wait, wait a minute, why didn't you catch me? I was like, well, no, I just wanted to see what happened. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and now you've seen it. Yeah. 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 So. Um. Yeah, very, very, very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, let's uh, let's get into it. Let's do it. Um, so as we mentioned, uh, this is by Hazelight, um, and this is the studio that this is only their second game. And many, many years ago, they did uh, Brothers: A Tale of Two Sons. Yes, super um, game. Which, Love that. Game. Yeah, that game is that game is really great. Um, that's the the first episode of Check It Out, Comrade. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and Nick talk about that. Uh, that that's in there. Um, that is a really, really cool game that we both like, and also takes another like this does a gimmick with co-op yes uh with the the nature of co-op um brothers even though it's a single player game also does something with the nature of cooperation right like these are both i mean the the studio's thing so far between these two games is games and stories about the way two people interact with and help each other yes you know or work against each other as the case may be in this yeah and that, yes, and and that is interesting and good. Um, even if I think Brothers is like a really masterful execution of it, and there's a there's a real dis- and and this is less so, and there's a distinct reason why. Yeah. Um, which is that Brothers has no dialogue. <laughs> you know, it is it is speechless, so it just has a very simple story. This does not have a, a super simple story. Right. Um, I mean, it's, it's not like KGN in its complexity, but um, so in this game as opposed to that one, you play as two convicted criminals, uh, Vincent Moretti and Leo Caruso. Uh, who are attempting to break out of prison and get revenge on a crime boss who hurt them both. Yes. They both want revenge on Harvey. God damn it. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Everyone, the way people say the word Harvey in this is amazing. Like, just, you know, it's like, hey, uh, you got beef with Harvey too? <laughs> yeah, I've heard of Harvey. Yeah, he's not so good. Yeah, don't tell me about it. Harvey's bad. Yeah, <laughs> we got to go get him. I ain't wasted until I get that Harvey. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like that. That kind of, like, and just such a silly specific name. <laughs> yep. And it's like this is a period piece, which I don't think the game does a great job of expressing. But this takes place in the seventies, right? Um, or it doesn't do a great job of expressing early on. Right. I think there, there might right. be a little date card, but it doesn't feel particularly seventies until a couple of moments later. Well, until you so get was, on the outside world, like in the pr- yeah. like everything in a prison looks. Yeah, it just looks like prison. Looks timeless. Yeah. You know, uh, the uh, and even once you go out of the outside world, it kind of the details I feel like aren't as consistent. Okay. As as, as you know, to to be perfect. But my point being that it's possible that they were going with Harvey because it sounds like an old timey like gangster name to them. Right. But it just ends up being comical to me. Yeah. Like every single time Harvey comes up, I'm like, give me a break. And then when you meet Harvey, like he's this like <laughs> ultimate badass and like the, you know, the, 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 uh, the criminal, you know, absolute betrayer crime boss known as Harvey. Yeah. Yeah. And so we're, we're, we're going to get hung up on just the idea of Harvey. It's not like, do you think it would have been better if they had gone with something like Lucius? Yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah or a full name or just a last name. Okay. Um, or like, uh, you know, a, a cool nickname. Oh yeah, like yeah. like or you know it makes it like like just contrast like you know a real life you know like they just said like Capone, mm-hmm. 
you know, or Moretti, like switch the last name for the, from the protagonist. Mm-hmm. Like Moretti would sound great. Yeah. Like we gotta get, we gotta get uh, that. You know, that sounds like a crime boss. Wow. Well, so so I, I really think that you that you've landed on something. Every other crime boss is referred to by their last name. Yeah. Well, like this one's like, oh, first name basis. Yeah. Like, yeah we, we're we're, we're, we're gonna so we're gonna we're, we're we're gonna bust Al. I'm sorry. Do you yeah. mean Alfred Capone? Yeah. Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, it, and it's possible Harvey is his last name, but right. that they should have chosen something that can't be mistaken for a first name, <laughs> right? You know, yeah. but even even you know Johnson Phillips, you know, like I guess Phillips isn't very good, but you you could have just done a lot, yeah, with a different name to make this not sound like a joke, yeah. I think, yeah, they they, um, they 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 could have gone the whole way, like for Thompson, like okay, cool, like, yeah, sure, fine, get you like the, the, it's, 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 yeah, make, that make it completely sense. innocuous, yeah. And then at the very least, it like sounds like something. Yeah, um, and I don't know how much of how <laughs> so pretty much everything is in this indistinct haze of. I'm not sure if they understand the way this sounds to a native English speaker. I I have no idea. Like I can't tell how much um, of that. I don't think I don't. I'm not gonna like Texas sharpshooter. I don't think it was intentionally off. Mm-hmm. Like the dialogue and stuff like that. It's just very hard for me to think that this didn't have like a pass. Right. You know, like a like a culturalization, you know, ki- kind of uh, localization style pass. Yeah, yeah. Just for or somebody to like. There are production values that went into this. Like mm-hmm. some money went into this. You know, it's not, it's it's not a like. a very expensive game. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 not uh it's not super cheap, mm-hmm. you know. And even and Brothers looked really good too. It had like higher production values. Mm-hmm. It's hard for me to imagine them just totally skimping on the. Let's get somebody who has a native English speaker who has seen one of these seventies movies. We're trying to pastiche mm-hmm. to give this a listen pass. Yeah, you know, um, and maybe like maybe the name Harvey was the bully who beat him up in school or something like that. Like maybe mm-hmm. there's a there's a interior reason for it, yeah. and maybe people are listening to this and they're thinking that we're being insane. Because who gives a shit? It's just a name. But the way the characters talk about it, it does – it contributes to a larger problem, which we'll talk about like at length in this, which is is just that sense of awkwardness and unreality to the, the characters and story and dialogue. Yeah. It, so every other word in this game is Harvey. So it's very funny yeah. that the guy's name is Harvey. It pops up all the time. Yeah. Um, as we mentioned, this game is kind of broadly in the style of an interactive movie uh, in the that genre of adventure game. Um, similar to Intel, Intel Dawn, which you mentioned, or the David Cage games. Yes. Um, you know, right. specifically interactive movie where, like, they show every character washes hands and brushes teeth. Yes. It is more of a – it's more like you get lo- let loose in the manhole, mm-hmm. you know, during a scene. And there's lots of things that you can just – if you press A, you can fidget with it. Yes. Um, in addition to that, like this game is kind of a huge grab bag of genres. Um, yeah. And the... Did you expect the uh, like the most <laughs> amateur third person shooter? Uh, uh, no. On the show, to be, <laughs> no, you know, no the I last, did not. Twenty uh, percent or so of the game. No, that was. I didn't. Yeah, that was that was a, that was a most unwelcome surprise. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, it was it was hilarious. Like I was it, laughing the whole weird. time. <laughs> it, and that, that's gonna be that's gonna come up too. Like the yeah. the whiplash between that. And then what happens immediately after, I think, is a huge reason why what happens immediately after doesn't work. Right. Um, but, yeah. yeah, it is – there's a lot of different genres that pop up in this. Yeah. And that's something that I appreciate, that the play is malleable to what the story needs it to do, right? Yeah. I mean, even if a lot of things that you're doing are not what the story needs it to do. Right. You know, if that, if that makes sense. Like, it, it's not – those little, like, hey, you can wash your hands have nothing to do with a story. 
Right. You know, like whatever. I'm, I'm trying to think of a good word for whatever that is. I mean, it's just because gimmicks. Like, like, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Like, like, like all these little gimmicks or these, little, again, little moments that you can indulge in. There are some of them that add a little bit. Like, I'm thinking specifically of like the opportunities for Leo and Vincent to compete. Like when you're playing darts yeah, yeah, yeah. or the the connect four thing, I think that those those <laughs> are, are are both interesting from a from like a play perspective, you know, in terms of the cooperation angle, but also mm-hmm. you know reinforce that like yeah, like everything here is us, you know, working together, you know. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree. Like there there are ones that do that. It's just funny that like I'm I'm still thinking about you know got, got my my brain in a cage kind of thinking about david cage mm-hmm. but like the the idea of how he's just like i'm gonna finally make a movie you can play yeah. and then the movie he makes spends a lot of time just watching somebody brush their teeth yeah you know like no no movie would do that like the the idea of this uh the pacing actually gets worse as it gets closer to film right <laughs> by adding those or those those things do not add to a cinematic feel yeah that, the way that or there's that... there's no discretion exercised um between like okay well it is nice and tense to actually simulate you chiseling the wall behind your toilet, like that mm-hmm. little mundane button mashing kind of thing like that. That is cool and good. Yeah. That doesn't translate over to like, well, you're in this workshop so you can use the planer on this. Yeah. And then later when you run into a freestanding planer, <laughs> use it for fun because they reuse the planer. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, the thing, like, it, it's like David Cage's slogan should be make an unedited movie yeah. or play an unedited movie. Yeah. Raw footage. You, yeah. Can you imagine you finally get a chance to play like the entirety of everything we, you know, we shop? Yeah. It's, you know, <laughs> including and all th- the handles. Is, Cut. <laughs> yeah. Th- this is that too. Like yeah. the idea that like it's just like later on you can just go – and click on on just rando things. Yeah, that that, that also like that. I, I think that that does a little bit of something, right? Because even though both characters are on screen at the same time, oftentimes only one person is doing something that is yes. advancing the story. So, like having something for you to go and do and mess around with and laugh about while the other person is getting incidental dialogue, I think that is actually a cool and good idea. It's more at home here than in something yes. else where it's just one the- person. Then it's just one person. I agree. It, it fulfills multiple purposes, even if it isn't the most elegant way right. to do that. Like, because the, and, and even that elegance kind of comes down to the things that people have. Mm-hmm. You know, like, in it, it, it's believable to me that while one character is going and talking to his wife, the other character could kill time in the yard. Yeah. You know, doing almost anything. Um, what, when it breaks down is, like, this is literally the way that me and Derek played it was every single time we got to a new location. Oh, yeah. It was a new episode of, like, Two Idiots in, in Play Place Follies, you know, or something <laughs> yeah. like that. Like, let's just – and the characters act that way, too. There's a moment later, like, that – I mean, many moments in this game I laughed out loud. Right. Um, but there's a moment later I'm going to draw specific attention to. But, like, it just, you know, like, it Two Idiots in, you know, Playtime Pals and Hospital Hijinks. <laughs> you know, like, that's how it actually plays. Yeah. So the idea is you can go – busy yourself and have it be all cool and cinematic it doesn't express that way at all <laughs> well it can there's a possibility yeah. for it to for, for it to express that way ben and i definitely indulged in that but there were also times where it's like yeah you go and do this and i will i will i'll be over here fucking around yeah so. for sure um as you mentioned co-op is uh is mandatory mm-hmm. in this you cannot play it uh by yourself um you can play it locally uh, or online, but the visual presentation is done through kind of this uh, this adaptive split screen regardless. Yeah, this is awesome. I love that it yeah. is split screen even if you're playing remotely. There's some there's some editing stuff that happens with this that I think is actually really, really well done. Yes. Uh, that we'll, we'll get to how this kind of changes and moves and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. I, I think this is actually really cool too. Yeah. 
It's such it's such a good idea, and it's remarkable how smoothly it works. Like I expect there to be lag or like hitches in it. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> that that is beyond just like figuring out how to get my PlayStation Four to connect to EA's servers. Oh um, yeah, I've I like so unlike you, Gary, I don't really play a lot of co op. Like I've never played a game with somebody on Steam. Mm. I think I've done it once. I played like a trine game with Jala at one point. Yeah. Um, so like that was, that was a little bit of a headache. Like, okay, we have a couple days to do this. Now let's spend an hour and a half trying to, trying to like figure out how to get voice to work and stuff. All that aside though, it is an incredibly smooth experience once you get it going. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't, uh, did not end up having a super hard time mm-hmm. uh, with it, but it, it's pretty stock standard. Yeah. For getting things to work online. Like it's always kind of a shitty puzzle. Yeah. To get things to work online other than a few games that just work, which is great. Mm-hmm. You know, but a lot of things you have to kind of, there's some Googling involved. Yeah. So. I definitely had to open up some ports. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Port forwarding is, is a real nightmare. Fuck. Get, did you have to, lo- did you have to get, uh, either log me in Hamachi or Tungle? No. <laughs> Tungle is is my favorite name for like this uh connecting like this port forwarding you know virtual LAN thing you can do. Yeah, I've, I've ne- I you never had to... the, it, It's definitely a portmanteau of something with tunnel, and I don't, <laughs> you have to open up the tungle. <laughs> so gross. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, also, that co op, uh, you know, the fact that it's mandatory co op, they they do something really interesting and conscientious. Only one person needs to own the game. Yeah, I didn't. I did not know that. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. We both got a game, uh, so I felt bad. Oh, like I, bad. You know, that's a bummer. But you know, it's okay. Yeah. But I, I think that's. I, I wish more games would do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so idea. the idea between this kind of like visual tone and music is that this is the early seventies. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not outsized in any way. There, you know, there is one character who walks up who looks like. You know, she's from No One Lives Forever or something like that. But, like, <laughs> for the most part, the characters do not do that. Yeah, yeah. And just I I love this era anyway and, like, fashion and hair and design and cars and stuff. So, yeah. like, when we got out and I realized, you know, I realized that that's what this was, it was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, I'm way it, into it. Yeah, it doesn't start out and wasn't really – I didn't know anything about this other than, you know, Prison Break. Mm-hmm. And I did not expect it to be um, uh, to be a period piece at all. Mm. Or quite as much of a pastiche of like seventies crime. Oh, it's kind shameless! Of movies it is shameless. It's super shameless. <laughs> and uh, we'll get to that too when we discuss the the twist and the ending, because mm-hmm. um, I think that's also something that does not that undermines this cool thing it's trying to do. Mm-hmm. Um, which we, which we'll get to. Yeah. Um. So the the acting and story we spend a little bit of time talking about uh, this. That story is a seventies cop movie kind of thing, um, very much so. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though they're, you know, they're criminals, but like, you know, I guess, I guess you know, uh, crime, 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 crime movie. movie. Yeah. Crime movie is what I'm looking for. Yeah. Um, and the, uh, the actual dialogue, we talked about how alien it is. I have a, a handful of examples in my back pocket, <laughs> but just rest assured that when I'm not bringing it up an example, no one is speaking naturally or well. Yeah. So like, just because I don't bring up a, a specific bad example, don't think that it doesn't permeate the game. I think that in every scene, there's at least one line that reads incredibly awkwardly. Yeah. Um, and if the line doesn't read incredibly awkwardly, there's something about the editing that makes yes. it that makes it so that there are unnatural pauses, like almost to a Lynchian degree. They definitely, you know, spared an expense in terms of it. At no point does it ever seem like anybody's in the same room as anybody else. 
And yes. what happens is you don't get natural overtalk. You don't get people actually like responding to each other's energy. Um, yes. And so you get these little mismatches that make something that is definitely being played for drama um, you, you really come off as just an absurd comedic delivery. But it would, I want to, uh, yes, absolutely. And I want to key on something you said there, which is you compared it to Lynchian. I don't want anyone who's listening to this to think that we're describing like deadly premonition, which no. use that to a purpose. Like you can, you can do this kind of, you can do bad dialogue to a purpose and it can elevate horror and it can elevate comedy and it can like make things feel surreal. Mm -hmm. That's not where we're at. No, like no. the rest of everything is going for such a naturalistic grounded and over like self serious mm -hmm. tone. That any of that kind of, uh, you know, deadly premonition appeal of awkward dialogue is not on offer here. No. Like the appeal is exclusively laughing at, not laughing with or being unsettled because it wants me to be unsettled. Right. And that like for, for me, you know, I, you know, it, laughing at something is fun, but it's a different kind of engagement than I, than, than I really like doing even for this show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't. I, you know, that's what I'm saying. Is is it's absolutely. You know, that's yeah. part of what makes me feel like, oh, this is actually like really bad. Like I <laughs> spend all of my time laughing at this. You know, it doesn't matter that I was laughing and having a good time. Like I'm yeah. actually, my my body is derisive of this, regardless of whether I want to be. You know, I think my body's rejecting this. Yeah, exactly. The host is rejecting. Yeah. Like. You know, my, my only reaction to this stuff is that it's laughable. Mm. That means it's probably bad at the yeah. same time. Super fun to watch a bad movie with your buddy. Yeah. You know, so. <laughs> but yeah, um, it is, uh, it is very much in the, uh, in the David Cage kind of, kind of, kind of style of, uh, of, uh, of yes. acting and delivery. Um, even though individual performances, like I end up coming around, like it, it's weird. It, it almost comes across like they recorded everything in order because Leo eventually becomes far more natural. Yeah, Leo like, is not out of characters in this game. Like uh -huh. judging on the away a way out curve, Leo is like fairly likable and good. Mm -hmm. You know, is, is he still real weird? Yeah, like he's still and he's the one who has the weirdest lines. Yes, but he ends up coming across as a character. Yeah, in the end, another reason why this game I don't think ultimately works in the twist it's going for is the other character is not coming off as a character. There's a narrative reason for that, but. You can't actually, like, have your cake and eat it, too. Right. You know, as a thing. And this game needed to. Like, mm -hmm. for the final twist to work, he could simultaneously not be a fully well-realized character that we got to know. Mm -hmm. But if he was that, then the twist wouldn't work. Yeah. So it is a plot getting rid of, getting in the way of characterization thing really badly. Yeah. So, like, uh, Leo is a goofy streetwise meathead, and Vincent is just kind of a gruff brick wall. <laughs> who looks like the manager from Flight of the Concord. <laughs> yep. Like, he looks like Murray, and Vincent looks like – and this is the developer's brother, so I don't want to be too cruel about this guy's very strange, like, bone structure. Yeah. When I, when I found out that they were from Lebanon, it made a lot of sense, actually. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It just – he's not playing a guy. Right. Who's, you know, who – but so he's just he's just kind of very, like, uh, like a lot of character mm -hmm. in his face, and it – you know, I can, I can imagine – it's not going to look – like, he's not trying to look cartoonish. Mm -hmm. It's a cruel thing to say somebody looks cartoonish. Mm -hmm. He doesn't look as, like, stock as everyone else in the world, though. Yes. So it does seem a little bit weird. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm sure, you know, that dude, I'm not trying to make fun of that dude in real life. It's just a weird thing to be like, I'm going to base this on my very unusual looking brother mm -hmm. and put it in this game where no one is supposed to notice that 
you know, this guy's like extremely unusual looking. Yeah. Yeah. You know? just, it's somebody, somebody with kind of, you know, a, a Middle Eastern facial structure playing an Italian American kind of guy. Yes. It just, it, that, so that, something about it doesn't, doesn't add up just in terms of like central casting cliches, which is what everything else kind of play, plays with. Right. Yeah. That's super weird. Yeah. Um, the next point you've got in the notes is very good. Uh, like very similar to David Cage games or like even, you know, Telltale games, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they break this up with episodes, but it still can be a problem with them. Is that this game is heavily cinematic, but, and it's paced like a movie, but it's like six, you know, six to eight hours long. Like it's, it's longer than. <laughs> Depending on how many a, planers you fuck around with. <laughs> yeah. Depending, like, or, or if like, if Ben's giving you a end conditions, you know, and like killing <laughs> right. you. Either, either of or, you know, if, if like, if you're, you're fucking around, it can be longer. Uh, but I definitely try to do everything in the game. Yeah. Uh, so it is, you can't do something and pace it like a movie over eight hours. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why movies aren't eight hours long. Right. You know, um, it, it's a, it, I find, find this very, very rarely works. So it ends up becoming kind of like, not frustrating, I guess. Like there, there are worse paced games, but mm-hmm. it does end up being a little bit like, let's, you know, fucking get to it. Yeah, you know, there, it's, there's one chapter in this that is that could have been done as a montage. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Um, except for except for one scene, like it is the it is the worst chapter in the game, but it has the best scene in the game. So I'm mm-hmm. conflicted. I'll be curious as to what uh what what you think that is because I don't know right off what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll, oh. we'll get there. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's some interesting kind of biographical information that I put in here just because I don't know. It, 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 it's interesting there we go i'm gonna stop trying to avoid saying the same word twice uh the director of this game joseph faris or faris um not sure which um uh he has the kind of an interesting history he was born in lebanon but he fled to sweden at age 10 because of the lebanese civil war and this the the studio hazelight like they are a well-known swedish comedy movie studio mm-hmm. yeah so there, like there is that cinematic pedigree here and again, it throws into question how much of this is intended to be funny. Yeah. Yeah. I love that, you know, when something does have that cinematic, like, pedigree and eats it, like, I'm a, I'm a big, you know, games are not movies guy. Mm-hmm. Um, in general, I don't like those comparisons. Here we're going to make them just because the game so desperately wants to make them. Yeah. And the creators obviously have that as part of their wheelhouse. And, like, Brothers was also very cinematic. It mm-hmm. wasn't cinematic as far as camera angles, but it was as far as kind of pacing and everything. Right. Uh, pacing and, and kind of uh, moving from set pieces and, and quiet moments and stuff. It was done with somebody who has some experience with that. Yeah. You know, and this, you know, if this was shorter, I think it would also benefit from that. Yes. As well. Shorter and better written. Then it would, it would, it would benefit from that. Very much so. But then yep. again, what wouldn't? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. Um, so let's uh, let's go ahead and get started. And there's lots of stuff in that we're going to talk about in in individual scenes here. Yeah. Um, but we'll go ahead and get started here uh, with this intro. Um, we we have this framing device of the two characters on a plane. Um, so we know that they find a way out at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, with them kind of talking to each other, and this is right off the bat is like letting you know this is extremely awkward and weird. Yeah, uh, it feels like this. The, like this wasn't just the first thing they recorded this is their warm-ups like (laughs) hey you what's wrong oh i don't know thinking about the plane yeah well (laughs) thinking about the plane (laughs) you're on a plane like (laughs) that's not an exact quote but it's like it is that kind of that's a very that's a very like yeah yeah, apt (laughs) 
kind of thing what they might do (laughs) but it's but but it's also like just trying to establish characterization this is before you've selected your characters actually so it's like Mm -hmm. you know vincent is you know chastising leo for charging headlong into something like i may not be smart in your book but i do get shit done literally i get results yeah (laughs) he's he's, he's a loose cannon Uh, these these are broad archetypes archetypes, you know and uh and don't get tons more depth than that than the criminal with a heart of steel and the the enigma who spoiler yeah later i guess like, you know, this is heavily plot based if you're gonna play it like we're gonna stop dancing around stuff that happens later in the game yeah if you're if you're gonna play it uh start playing it because the other reason why we have to it's important to bring it up now bring up the spoilers like we're past that orlando is because uh the characterization of uh, uh vincent is only makes sense if you know the twist yes like and again, it makes sense. I still don't think it serves the the twist, which we'll get to. But he's a he's an undercover cop, right? So he's straight laced and cagey and kind of a blank cipher yeah. because he's pretending to be something he's not. Yeah. And also his we, his sole role in this is to go with Leo into doing illegal things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and do plenty of illegal things himself. Yeah, true. As well, in part of the uh, the the plot that doesn't make sense. Yeah, like this is our one plan to get this down. Uh, it's going to rely on a real, real unlikely series of events, <laughs> uh, just kind of working perfectly. So, um, yeah, pretty, pretty, uh, pretty silly. But that's the reason why he ends up being—he's probably going to be somewhere not. We never actually see what he really is, right? You know, like we we very, very rarely see any actual character work from him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, that reveal doesn't happen until like the last like ten percent of the game. It means that you spend almost all of your time in the game choosing between a guy who is unusual and ends up actually being kind of charismatic or just a big nothing. <laughs> yep. Like just like you know, just like a real shitty, just poorly a... sketch character. Like again, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Like they need to do that for plot reasons. Uh-huh. It makes the game leading up to that point extremely unsatisfying. Yeah, yeah. So the one of you has to has to play as a big old packing peanut with a goatee. Yeah, yeah, like it's 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 a it's a bummer. Yeah, you know, it's just a bummer. I ended up, I had the luck to play the criminal boy, <laughs> to play, to play crime boy, yeah. and like it was just amazing having you know whenever uh, Derek playing the, the cop would go up and talk to somebody, I was always kind of amazed by how little spark there was to it. Mm-hmm. It's not even like clever foreshadowing. If you look back at that dialogue, like mm-hmm. it's not like you know you can guess that something is up. Yeah, with him, um, like before they actually do the reveal, but it's not like. Oh shit! Now that I know, like it makes sense. Like it doesn't yeah. reward going back and seeing it again. No, and like I couldn't take notes while I was playing the game. Like it took a couple for specifically to get lines that I thought were especially funny. Um, but I went back and like watched the entire game again to make the outline, um, skipping through it in ten second increments on YouTube. And I was looking for hints, and the only stuff that I saw that really like stuck <sighs> out was his relationship with his wife like ben can attest like i called it because her dialogue was incredibly nondescript and it sounds exactly like cop wife dialogue yeah it's it's she's engaging in a cliche yeah you know uh during it so so we're on this plane um we get to choose you get their little rap sheets yeah before you choose your character and it's essentially just you know good cop and bad cop or rookie and you know calm veteran and hot-headed rookie yeah or like, hothead veteran and calm, you know, it's it's just hothead and calm bow. Yeah, it's like it's like white collar crime, straight laced nerd kind of guy, um, but not nerdy at all. <laughs> that would have been interesting yeah. if they leaned into that. But like Vincent's in for financial crimes, whereas Leo is more in for like street crime kind of stuff, robbery and yeah. assault and things. And he even even he is uh, 
really pretty tame. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like he he's a real good guy who doesn't want to hurt people. Yeah. And like he something that this game <laughs> gets a lot of, uh, you know, I've seen some people kind of drag this game for it. And I think it's it's actually pretty, pretty apt is that this is so bloodless. Yeah. Like it is so uh, not only does it feel off base because prison is a fucking like you know it's extremely easy to escape from <laughs> in this and is is really pretty pleasant like the characters you know somebody gets beat up by a guard and a character's like wow this must be a rough place <laughs> you know to no one in particular yeah um like it just it comes off as particularly kind of tone depth death in a uh you know with with the nightmare that actually is the prison yeah. system it is engaging you know, with prison and you know specifically american prison solely through the lens of you know not just not just 70s and 80s media but also what you could have shown in those movies while getting yes. an r <laughs> yeah there there is no sense of, of actual kind of so that kind of plays into leo being such a teddy bear mm -hmm. during this he is the the hardened criminal you know element that we get to choose from and he's pretty pretty tame yeah um, so the first, uh, this is kind of broken up the chapters. The first chapter is Escape, and this is the one that deals with you actually in prison. Yeah, this is the one that I thought the entire game would be. I did too. <laughs> I had no idea that most of the game takes place outside of prison. Yeah. Like, I, I kind of went into it not really knowing very much. Yeah, um, and it you know, start, starts you out separated. Like, Vincent is arriving in the bus in his crazy, um, colorful shirt <laughs> um, yep. and being processed. And Leo kind of, like, looks on uh, from above. Pretty much yeah. directly rich, uh, ripped from Shawshank. Even parts of the prison, like the admin section, look like Shawshank Penitentiary or OSR. Yeah. yeah. So does the uh, the warden. Uh-huh. Yeah. When they specific, specifically the tie bar and the glasses. I'm like, come on, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it is, it is extremely uh, Shawshanky. Yeah. Uh, only in that respect. Uh-huh. Because it, it doesn't actually well, ape anything about that story. Right. No, not, not about yeah. that story yeah, in than, particular, but there are definitely times where they rip from it. Yeah. 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 Just set dressing, though. Yeah. I guess I guess my point, just like minor minor little name checks mm -hmm. as a kind of thing. Yeah. So uh Vincent gets in. The um you know, as you guys are still kind of separate at this point, which is kind of fun. Mm -hmm. Um Leo walks out after watching and gets uh, assaulted by these beefy uh kind of prison toughs. Yeah. I I think the the, the main tough guy, the main beardo tough guy is Dragon Man. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't catch that. Like it's not it's not mentioned in the uh, in the in the in the subtitle, so I couldn't be sure. But I think one of them says "fuck him up, Dragon Man." Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I'm calling this guy. I'm I'm calling Harvey's man on the inside, Dragon Man, D-list Fantastic Four villain <laughs> of the same name. Um, but he uh, he he assault you know assaults Leo. Hey, Harvey sends his regards. <laughs> Who's Harvey? <laughs> sounds like a nice guy. I don't know. Fuck um, you and fuck him. He's lucky he's not on the inside. Is what Leo it, says. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, you uh, you you get uh, after that session. You get in, and this is before your characters have actually like met. I think. Right. Uh, right. You, you meet in the fight on the uh, on on the yeah, basketball the next court. Day. Yeah. yeah. Um, Warden from Shawshank pops up. Uh, gives his you know look to your left, look to your right. Yeah. Speech to all the new fish. Yeah. All of them um, are naked, holding their clothes in front of their genitals. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he gives a nod to a guard to punch the guy who asked questions. And the question is extremely, like, innocent, too. He's like, hey, who do we have to do? We have to, I want to get a frosty or something like that. I can't remember yeah, what it yeah. is, but it's something real dumb. Um, gets punched. You know, this is going to be tough. It's not. But, like, <laughs> the idea is supposed to be this is supposed to be that about the hell of prison. Yeah. Uh, which I like, I love prison media. Oh, same here. 
like like I'm way into what daily life is actually like in prison, which mm-hmm. is part of why this was disappointing when I found out that this game is not even remotely about that. Right. Like you spend a very short amount of time doing a unrealistic kind of fantasy camp version of prison. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's that. That's a little disappointing. But yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, the next day, you're out in the yard. Uh, another inmate comes up and tells you, like, hey, somebody wants to go talk to you at the basketball court. Uh, but that somebody is, again, Dragon Man. <laughs> like, Dragon Man. There's always a Dragon Man. There's always yeah. a lighthouse. Like, yeah. he shows up. Every- hey, who do you think we're in a fight between Dragon Man and Brahms, the haunted boy? <laughs> Wait, do you mean Dragon <laughs> <laughs> what does Brahms have to do with this? I was just thinking about it as far as Titans of Fiction. Okay. You know, who would win in a fight? I thought you were going to say who would win between Dragon Man and a lighthouse. Oh. <laughs> also a good question. Yeah. It depends on how much time Dragon Man had, honestly. <laughs> yeah. I think it's really, if it's like, if you no, put the like, unlimited. It's yeah. a Batman versus Superman question. Yeah. 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 And does, can Dragon Man prepare to, <laughs> for this fight? <laughs> um, but seriously answer the question oh, <laughs> i'm gonna need to mark this down it's, it's part of the census oh i'm doing I'm doing census taking him <laughs> as a part-time gig <laughs> uh, um uh, i think brahms would win right uh, right answer okay cool the brahms always wins <laughs> so <laughs> um everyone's but, favorite the boy <laughs> But uh, but Leo's drawn into a trap. He's being held down. Uh, Dragon Man's going to kill him. And Vincent yep. just gets thrown in like, hey, fresh fish, you, why yeah. don't you get beat up too? <laughs> go go into this riot for some reason, this mini riot for some reason. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't, this is, this is uh, obnoxious. And it starts the, the fighting engine in this, which is mostly QTE, but it kind of has like a little bit of, you know, block strike. A little bit. To it. Like yeah. it's not just, you know, press A, press W press f it, it's like um you know he'll hold this button to block or to counter specifically mm-hmm. and hold this button to attack yeah it's a little bit more actiony than than a telltale kind of thing yeah large portions of this though are are, are telltale like it'll be like okay you like somebody's raised their fist up and they're punching they're 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 going to punch and then it gets unnaturally slow as it gets closed giving you time to react um yeah it's just like an entire <laughs> an entirely airless um a uh, fight scene as opposed to a breathless fight scene. Yeah. 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 It is it's extremely hard to think of this as uh you know anything uh uh anything like resembling an action or fighting engine right. kind of thing. Like there's no there's no consequence to it. Mm-hmm. It just kind of slows down for those things. Yeah, it's just it's just showing you like hey, a fight took place. Um as opposed to like mm-hmm. I mean I I think they would have been better served just to like just to show you the fight <laughs> if they if oh, yeah. they didn't have the confidence in their engine to do it. Honestly, yeah. And th- th- that's true of, like, a lot of action because this game, when it engages in action, I think that, you know, it, it's no secret that it's not, like, not particularly good. Right. The, the, the action that's going to deal with. So later on, like, you know, Leo doesn't care. He's not, like, thankful to him because he's a tough guy for a couple minutes in this <laughs> until he becomes such a huge softie. Um, we switch back to the cafeteria. Dragon Man, uh, he's back. <laughs> yep. And um, he, he attacks again. Uh, and they kind of go into the kitchen, but they've got a knife. Or yeah. Yeah, Dragon Man has a knife. Yeah, well, everybody's got knives because it's a kitchen, and both of you, like, spend mm, 15 minutes backing away from a guy doing, like, Indiana Jones knife tricks. Yeah. <laughs> and you're throwing, like, yeah. mixing bowls at them and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Essentially, like, this is a weirdly, like, loose prison in general. Yeah. You know, eventually the, the guards show up. Yeah. But uh, Dragon Man stabs a guard and is implied to be... Uh, either put put in the hole or killed. 
by the guards, beat to death by the guards. One and then the other. Uh, Dragon yeah. Man is not a is not a factor from now on. But Leo, we, have to, we have to wait for them to do a way out to Dragon Man Chronicles. <laughs> Dragon Man yeah, Rising. Dragon yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Dragon Man's gone, but the, but the message is clear. Uh, no, you know, Leo is not safe from Harvey, even on the inside. Um, and you know, we're going to learn not even his family is safe on the outside. Right. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it, it's, it's all, it's all bad news. Uh, the bad but, scene when you cross Harvey. Yeah. <laughs> so next scene goes into the infirmary and this starts kind of a long section of, you know, cooperation. This is when Leo and, and Vincent, eventually decide to, you know, start working together. Uh, Leo introduces himself, you know, and say like, Hey, I need your help. That handyman back there has a chisel. I need it because I need to get out of here. Um, so can you help by distracting, by distracting, you know, basically giving me cover. Yeah. And they're both in the infirmary. Yeah. So the cover and kind of watch that, uh, Capo has to, to do is kind of interesting. Like having one character keep watch while another one does stealth stuff. Mm Mm-hmm is not a, a co-op dynamic I've seen very much. Right. Like generally, you know, there, there's a thousand cover your buddy with a sniper rifle things. In this, other this games, kind of thing there's I'm one in this. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it, that, that, or, yes, thank you. In like in co-op, that is a, a trope. Mm-hmm. Um, this is kind of, in, like felt kind of fresh, even though the mechanics are ex- extremely simple. Right. Like again, like the same way there's not a fighting engine in this, there's not really a stealth engine. Like it is, it is very, very simple. Right. Um, but you go and you get the, get that chisel. Um, because, uh, you know, Leo needs a way out to go rescue his family. Also, that's another thing. They constantly just say the phrase a way out. <laughs> I, I love it when movies, cause otherwise you wouldn't know what you're playing or watching, you know? Hey, that's the name like, of this game. Remind me what it is. <laughs> um, we need to find a way out. We're still alive. <laughs> <laughs> hey, pass me more of that forward guard. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you one thing. You certainly didn't die easy. <laughs> yeah. Man, so, these stakes couldn't be higher. A lot of this dialogue does does feel like it comes from an awful movie database, actually. Oh, yeah. yeah There's very Seinfeld movie. Like, <laughs> so, some of this, this stuff, like the dialogue, like, like awful movie database and or, like, just any kind of bad movie. Yeah. In front of thing. Um, so later on, they, you know, they, they put the chisel on a ledge uh, for later. Later on, you're in a yard. Uh, Vincent asks Leo why he wants to bust out. Uh, you know, I want to bust out too. Uh, Vincent says, "Hey, Leo, you can't do this alone. You can't get Harvey alone either. We both want Harvey dead. Harvey killed someone close to me. Yeah, uh, we both hate Harvey. <laughs> so we're gonna go get Harvey as the title yeah. sequence comes up. But before we do that, we need bump, 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 a way out. Synth. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, title sequence. Uh, putting that classily, you know." A half hour into the game. Yeah. Um, so there's a section of getting up on the roof during a uh, roof tarring uh, duty. Yeah. And this is where, like, again, how bloodless and low consequence this prison is. Like, these guards are such idiots. <laughs> and the distractions people come up with are really, really uh, lame. Uh-huh. You know, it's a lot of just like, hey, uh, you, you've got a good uniform there. <laughs> like, Tell me where you wash it. And the guards just have unlimited patience. Mm-hmm. They've, they've never had a, an inmate try to trick them before. They've never, you know, they're blind. Like, the 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 people who run this prison are absolutely, like, toothless <laughs> and, and not a threat whatsoever. Yeah. You know, and it just kind of feels shitty. Like, I'm not saying I need this to be, like, uh, like, I do, I actually am saying that. Because the game is trafficking in the language of tension. Mm-hmm. Like, there is supposed to be this feeling of, like, 
maybe I'll get caught and that feels bad. Right. And that ramps up slowly throughout this chapter and the next one mm-hmm. um, and never executes well. No. Like no. I never – never I, at no point in this game do I feel real tension. It feels very, very soft. Yeah, extremely soft. Like the guards are idiots. You just kind of – the way this mechanically works out is like one character is going to go get the thing. The other character just walks around until you can find something you can click on. Mm-hmm. Clicking on it is probably the solution. Right, right. You know, it is the manhole. It's not – a pu- these aren't puzzles. Right. That you're doing, at least in this part. Yeah. Like, like at one point you get up there and like you realize, oh, the guard has changed. But then like you just can't proceed until the until whoever's on the ground level goes to goes to talk to the guard. When they started tarring the roof, I thought, OK, yeah, they're like one of them's going to say, hey, this would be a lot better with some beer. That's exactly one of the distractions they did. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Keeping that Shawshank. Shawshank thing alive but imagine like the guard changing thing imagine if like there was a puzzle element to this like Mm -hmm. oh you know i need to find the schedule for when the guards change and then time this out when that happens you know one character has a signal from the the roofing section because guards care if you just spend all of your time going around corners and making noise yeah and breaking brooms as opposed to actually working because they're correctional officers and that's like (laughs) what they do that's their whole job yeah you know, is is to, to not let criminals get into fun hijinks and shenanigans. <laughs> Specifically, very known, a very no nonsense profession. It it is it's like the no nonsense profession. I, I grew up around COs. It's it is entirely nonsense. Oh, okay, yeah, but they're not like not nonsense like litting. You oh, know, it's not Keystone hey, cops nonsense. Yeah, <laughs> like... do, do you, do you want to do a puppet show for us? Like, <laughs> right. you, look, you look like a puppet type. Yeah, I got a good pat. I got a good puppet for you. Yeah. You know, like it, it's. It's not like dangerous nonsense yeah. or like you know negligent nonsense, um, and it, and it, it's just a, a, the way that part of the reason why this is frustrating is because there's an opportunity cost because I would like to see an actual both a better adventure game and an actual game with puzzles take mm-hmm. place in this setting. Yeah, I think prison is very interesting. I think like doing a prison escape that was actually hard and required you to think for two seconds yep. is a really cool thing that I kind of thought this might be, and it's definitely not. Yeah, that is like, it is definitely opportunity cost is the right word. Like this is a game that begins with a prison break is ostensibly about that, but it is entirely like going through going through the motions. Yeah, find the thing that you can click on and click on it and you've done yeah. the puzzle. Yeah, it's just you know, more I, of a rail than you would want, right? Yeah, way more, way more of a rail, way more of like an interactive movie style thing than an actual puzzle. And all those games, even you know, David, the hated David Cage games, like still have things that can kind of qualify as puzzles from time to time. Yeah, this game is extremely low on them. Right, it is just tasks like finding a way to interact in your environment, like find the thing to click on. Yeah, and that's almost all you do. Yeah. There, there, yeah. there, there are a couple of things, and we're just going to call them out when we see them. Like, there's some stuff that I think works in that, but specifically, yeah. like, this part right here is just like, oh, as a guard here, well, it can't be looking when one person's actually going to do the crime. So, hi, so do you have any Tylenol? Someone. I've got a real bad headache. No, this is prison? Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah, well, but seriously, it's real bad. Can't you do this? I'm going to mouth off to you for a little while, and you're just going <laughs> to smile politely. Um, yeah, so just if we're not mentioning what we have to do to get the tasks, assume that it's just push your character around the edges of the room and find the thing to click on. Right. You know, and that's a bummer. Yeah. Uh, to me. Um, so you, he goes up and gets the chisel. He climbs up on some scaffolding. Uh, later that night, this is the, uh, the toilet escape, uh, <laughs> section. Did you think about this? Good thing those pipes don't go anywhere in that yeah, toilet. I know, right? <laughs> right? They're, they're just chairs. They're just chairs <laughs> bolted to the wall. Yeah, well, like, that's also, that's more horrifying. Wait, where does yeah, the like, poop go? 
Yeah, like did they just somebody comes and empties it, or they carry the toilet bodily out the window to dump it out? Yeah, like a, don't like a, don't walk through that hole, guys. Yeah, like what is this? like? It's so weird. Like, why <laughs> choose the toilet for this? Why not choose like a cabinet? Yeah. You know, and they would have would have just like solved this this weird problem. But you kind of like, this is kind of a cool sequence where you oh. trade off being lookout duty uh-huh. to uh, chisel your toilet out, pull your toilet out, open up the vent behind the identical vents behind both toilets, mm-hmm. uh, open up that vent. I guess that's to let the shit air out. Yes, you know. So like when you just shit and it just stands in this toilet that doesn't have pipes under it. Right. Um. But it's like it's a cool kind of a cool sequence. It tends to have somebody uh keep watch. It's yeah. annoying that like. You you can cause a distraction, and again, the guards are just extremely soft on you, just obviously bullshitting. Right, right. But it's, it's a cool sequence because it's kind of tense to have somebody keep watch while you're doing something. Yeah, well, the guard the guards can come from either direction, and like yeah. the, like the it, it, it is angled in such a way that you can't tell if somebody's like right there. And yeah. putting the toilet back takes takes some time. So like, you know. Again, a thing that makes this that, that that makes this kind of interesting is you're not just talking to each other to clown on this. Like you're making plans, right? The yes. person who is you know who who is who is keeping watch is like moving the camera around so you can see if somebody's coming. But you're also talking like, okay, well, I'm going to distract them. Like we just maybe you can maybe you can make it make it on this round so we don't have to go another one, right? Like the constant patter to like figure out a way through. Yes. See how I avoided it. Um is uh <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is uh is is a is a part of the interaction of this that is enjoyable. Yeah. Like the players have to do the same thing the characters are doing. Right. The player has to keep watch and the players are telling each other, you know, when the guards are coming the same way the characters are telling each other. Yeah. When the guards are coming. That's cool. Yep. Um it's super weird that the toilet pipes don't go anywhere. And it would have been <laughs> really easy to avoid yeah. this problem and it just drives me crazy yeah <laughs> well i mean that's that's as harsh as this prison gets everything else about this prison seems pretty good yeah and especially once dragon man is put away but like just the fact that the shit doesn't actually your piss doesn't actually go anywhere yeah that's... You, know, you just you just get two of each and then your cells used up and you move under to a different block yeah you know <laughs> then they just then they just fill each of the cells with concrete <laughs> yeah, and move and just extend the prison another three or four cell blocks down the road it's like the it's it's like a gigantic wall the entire prison <laughs> yeah but like uzumaki yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so you we, you get behind the 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 your toilets in this maintenance zone. Yeah, I hate um, this maintenance zone. There's, 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 only, of, there's only one cool thing you do in, like, the maintenance halls. You do a lot of – you spend a lot of time in maintenance zones as well. Yeah. Like, the, the inner workings of this prison. And the way this is kind of done is kind of, like, not interesting, but at least I'm grateful for it. Because mm-hmm. you find a thing, you find a drop, so you're going to need some sheets. Yeah. And then it just kind of abstracts time to where, like, hey, now we're getting sheets. And then you've already gone past that obstacle. You don't have to go use the sheets. Yeah. You just go to whatever the next obstacle is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it that's good. Yeah, it, yeah, it doesn't actually. So you know, like you you find a new obstacle, you would, you get the thing you need, and then you're just there. It doesn't force you to like repeat anything unnecessarily. Yes, it just assumes the characters can do them as as kind of a rote thing. Yes. Um. So this is the laundry room uh thing where you have to get this laundry uh laundry cart out with tons of sheets because in this prison you can work wherever you want. Yes. Uh, your jobs are not assigned. If <laughs> it's you like feel Valve. Like moving, yeah, if you yeah, yeah. this is the jail that's on the Google campus. Um, if you feel like roofing today, go roof. If you feel like working in the laundry today, go do that. If you feel like working in the workshop, go do that. It's pretty much just a fun fun activity center for for felons. Yeah, all that we care uh, is that you grow. Yeah, 
Yeah, and that you have a good time. That's the yeah. important part. Like, hey, buddy, we got lathes. You just <laughs> want to lathe something? Like, you can lathe it. Uh, <laughs> My favorite thing, I forget who it is, been walking up and using the lathe, like, wow, that spins fast. <laughs> it's a fucking <laughs> lathe, man. Yeah. It's like, what if the it, like the Muppet babies were hanging out and had to escape prison? Like, it, it's it's <laughs> a bunch of little kids <laughs> like yeah oh, earlier one of my favorite uh, piece of dialogue i forgot because i think it happens earlier than this uh-huh um, or it might be right around here but you had to bribe bribe somebody with some cigarettes uh-huh uh and the the character literally walks up and he says and this is a verbatim it's stuck in my mind uh is you look like a smoking type i got a good pack for you <laughs> i've got so, a like, good man I've this pack this is like as a as cool as somebody who has previously used tobacco products. Uh-huh. Don't you love a good pack? Oh man, a good like, pack. Get a that good you, pack that, that you can just put in your pocket or roll yeah. up in your sleeve. This yes. is a good pack. For you. you look yeah. like the smoke. Like as somebody who was once the the, the smoking type. Yes. Like it, it just like there's just a there's such an obvious word for that. Yeah. Like he's like he's playing password or something like that. <laughs> he's playing taboo, and he can't say smoker. Yeah. You know. Um. Yeah, it's just, yeah. it's so silly. Yeah, the like, the, the, the corner store by my college house got really anxious with me because I'd go in and say, "Hey, I'll take a pack of cigarettes." Um, and I never, I was never really a smoker, but I did keep them around for when I for when we drank on the front porch. Uh, no, not this, yeah, not that pack. That that uh, get the one from the bottom. That's where the good packs are. Oh yeah, you, see, you're in some ways you're the target audience for. Yeah. For these these uh, a way out prison bribes, a good pack. Yes, I've got a good pack for you. Yes. Um. So this laundry segment, there's not a whole lot uh going on here. Um. Mm-hmm. I think there are multiple ways to solve these puzzles. Yeah. I don't know that I started a fight here. I think that like uh you know there's 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 different things you can do. Yeah. That that tends to be the case through all of this until it eventually becomes like codified. Like which person's plan do you do you, do you go for? Like there are yeah. a couple of different ways to do everything. Like you can choose to distract the guards by breaking a machine, um, mm-hmm. or by starting a fight. Um, and even like when this becomes uncharted or whatever, like all the escape sequences, there are usually a couple of different paths you can take. They're pretty well yeah. hidden. Whatever you choose just kind of seems like the natural one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the, which is cool. The kind of flip side, you know, downside corollary to that is the execution of any of these tends not to be particularly cool. Like the good parts of this are party pals and fun time antics mm-hmm. and some of the actual like action sequences, which don't have a lot of choice to them. Right. Um, the puzzle content in this game is mostly bad. Right. Um, so th- this kind of like problem solving, like how do we cause this distraction? I think generally doesn't. Yeah. Like neither answer is very interesting. The, 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 the puzzle content in this game is mostly not puzzle. It is task. Yes. It's, it's super task based. Whereas some of the actual action sequences that are really well shot and pretty cool mm-hmm. uh, don't involve as much choice. Right. Yeah. So um, I, I rode around inside the sheet thing, which was fun. Oh, yeah. I, I think yeah. that I think that's ultimately what you have to get into. Yeah, you have, to, you have to get in. Then so like, uh, one of you is in there, and then the other one is like pushing you around, trying to get enough sheets to cover you. Yes. Yeah. Yep. They they push you around. You get to look out the little people like Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, it's fun. Um, so you make you've made your rope thing. You go back to that vent. You go down to the shaft. Um, this is where they start introducing uh Leo's fear of heights. Yes. Which is one of his uh few character defining traits that really gets beaten to the ground. Um. You know, more of this, like, ventilation industrial zone. Yeah. Um, um, this is kind of cool. They do, like, a Resident Evil Revelations 2 kind of thing where mm-hmm. one person has a flashlight and the other is waist deep in shit water. Yeah. So I guess the shit has to go somewhere. 
Uh, <laughs> I guess they just manually carry it down. Yeah. I'm telling you, like a big burly guard carries the entire toilet down to this section of the industrial zone <laughs> and just dumps it like a bucket and then oh. carries the entire toilet bodily back to the cell. Oh, that's the, <laughs> that's the, uh, that's the duty the Dragon Man was assigned to. <laughs> yeah, Dragon Man's on, on toilet dump. <laughs> Dragon Man's on toilet dump. I feel like that activated somebody. <laughs> that's an activation <laughs> phrase or something. I just made some kind of Manchurian candidate happen. Yeah. yeah. Dragon Man on toilet dump baby <laughs> yeah. so, so it is done yeah <laughs> um <laughs> um you discover that you know in order to get out you have to go up this huge shaft vincent says hey you know let's let's climb this back to back i used to do this as a kid all the time leo yeah. is you know doesn't believe him he's terrified of heights uh yeah. turns out this is a lie vincent just saw this in a comic book when he was a kid it's pretty pretty spooky. It as is. A thing to do. Yeah. Like they push their backs together and then climb up their legs, and it's it, an effective. It reminds me of parts of uh, Brothers, yeah, mechanically, um, which is uh, except you know doing it with another person, coordinating with them. Mm-hmm. So this is actually pretty successful, I think, as like a expression, a button press input expression of what the characters are doing. Yes, you've got like, like a little top. pendulum, and you have to activate it when it's in the right zone, and you also like one person can't get too high above the other. So like. You know, if, you know, if, if one, if one person falls behind, I was like, okay, wait a little bit so we get even and then let's, let's proceed. It's a little like carrying a dresser down a flight of stairs with somebody. Exactly. Slow down, slow down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you get to the top, you discover you need a wrench to remove this grating. They both sigh. They're going to climb down that somehow, which sounds like a real nightmare to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, then you get to the workshop where there's tons of lathes. Like, if you like lathes, uh, lathe it up, baby. Lathes, planers, drill presses. We have yep. it all. Lathes, planes, and automobiles. <laughs> um, I find this very frustrating because there's a vent that you can clearly interact with. Uh-huh. You can get this wrench. You need to get it out. There's a vent you can go to, and your character will crouch down next to it and not do anything, mm-hmm. and no button prompt will come up. Um, and the reason being is that there's something on the other side of the vent that you have to move out of the way. Yeah. There's no reason you have to do that in that order, though. Right. Like, you could put this in the vent, then go out the other side and open that up. Right. You know, move the thing out of the way. It's, it's just blocked, so you can't do it. Um, but the character acts like you can. Right. It's like one of the ways that the actual interactivity of this got very frustrating to me. Yeah. And like, they're, they're, they're established. So this whole thing is like a relay, right? Like, you need to yeah. you need to post up with one person with a wrench on one side, then have somebody else on the other side doing the, doing the handoff, right? Yeah. Like, this is the first step of that, but it's super unintuitive because, like, nobody's watching at this point. Later on, it makes a lot more sense because you're in populated areas. Well, it's also you could just put it there. Then go back and grab it. That's what it I'm, doesn't have that, to be a handoff. That's what I'm saying. Know? Here it could be a handoff. Later on it, it, it can't yeah, be. Yeah, later on it can't. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but this, I ended up being kind of stuck on this for a moment because my character kept crouching down like there's something to do and mm-hmm. I thought the game was broken. Yeah. So. No, you have to go get a wrench from somebody who is very possessive of his wrench. He <laughs> loves that wrench. Yeah. Yeah. It's a um, magical talking wrench. It's his best friend. <laughs> You know, and and you can do a bunch of like like watch a bunch of things spin fast, mm. see a bunch of cool re- real life construction equipment for kids. <laughs> uh, here, I'm way into that. It's it's, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it, it's 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 like it's pretty funny. Um, I think they do it more successfully later in the farmhouse. Uh huh. Um, as far as just like walking around, clicking on things. Yep. Like this was more just like, why is my guy so fascinated with just like turning on a power tool and then turning it off? Like he yeah. loves this shit. You're loving this, like, aren't you, Cole? Yeah. It's, it's just, <laughs> Well, you don't learn anything. There's no, like, if, if it had been, like, the history of lathes was, I could see it, but it's just watching a thing spin. Like, uh-huh. 
very funny yeah. to me. Just go around clicking on each tool, seeing what they do. Again, it's those uh, those baby equipment things where it's like one's a button, one's a zipper, one's a oh, yeah. snap. You know, it's like that. I don't know what those things are called, but it teaches you how to get dressed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, the the wrench relay is pretty cool. I like that quite a yeah, bit. Yeah. Um, so this is where you have to pass it back and forth between uh, some kind of open windows and different different ways. Again, through here to avoid pat downs. Yeah. Um, eventually, descends with your good friend distraction. You know, like going up and just saying anything at all to the guard and that totally getting 100% of their attention. <laughs> but standing very suspiciously by the front corner of the cell and like, yeah. hey, why is your arm extending out of the cell? <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, exactly. Like just, you know, and, and just, uh, did you see the ball game? <laughs> I don't actually like baseball. Oh, really? You should try it. It's a sport. You know, like just these, <laughs> oh, okay, I will. Promise? Like just carrying on, you know, the guard just being <laughs> yes-anding yeah. you until <laughs> into criminal negligence. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it cuts over, you know, we, we get there, uh, and we, there's a cell shakedown where you have to actually pass the wrench mm -hmm. between, uh, between shakedowns, which, uh, is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Um, again, kind of appropriately tense. Uh, Leo's wife shows up, Linda, uh, shows up for visitation. Um, and so it's like, hey, I have a plan to get out. This is a guy named Vincent. Uh, Vincent. He seems legit. <laughs> yeah. And then she very appropriately points out, well, you trusted Harvey. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, yep. Yeah. So um, uh, I love how ride or die Linda is. Yeah, Linda is extremely ride or die. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it is such a break from the cliche. She loves. She loves this. Uh, this this big galoob. Yeah. I, I I mean I like that too. I think that she's a pretty shallow character. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, but like, like you know, I mean, it, her being shallow is done at the expense of them doing something incredibly tiresome. Which which I think is actually like that plays into a lot of what I think how this game handles. It's it's messing around with cinematic things and and it's a big twist like it's, yeah. it's kind of doing the language of uh, homaging this kind of cinema. Yeah, is that uh, the the very the final twist which we'll get to like I feel like primarily exists to avoid a cliche. Uh -huh. I think this game sacrifices a lot to avoid cliche. Yeah, like usually you want to see something a cliche be avoided and not feel the cost of avoiding it quite this much. Yeah, you um, know so like not that this is not the biggest offender, but it's just it's interesting that she is not. You know, you're right. Like, she is not what you'd expect her to be. She's not really anything. Right. Like, they don't really substitute anything in for that. Right. You know, so she's not a good character. She's just not she, the, the placeholder. She, she is not a liability. Yeah. Like, it's it's not really a negative. Right. It exists to not do something, not in order to achieve something. Yeah. And you it's, know? it's ridiculous when they do go to when they do go in, the, in those directions to avoid cliche, which, you know, like, again, could be could be fine. Um when everything else is, you know, is the shameless homage, right? Yeah, or yeah a great yeah. deal of the rest of it is the shameless homage. That, that's, that's the biggest thing, is, yeah. is that the entire game is homaging a certain kind of story, and then it turns into another kind of story at the end in order to achieve something and avoid a cliche, and they have not laid track for that story. Yeah. Um, which, we'll, which we'll get to. Mm -hmm. um, lots of suspense in this episode of Watch Out for Fireballs. <laughs> um, so nobody came to visit, visit old Vincent. Mm -hmm. uh, so he makes a call. He's got a very pregnant fucking wife. Uh, <laughs> why is she a fucking wife uh because uh, robert pollard of guided by voices okay uh, one time when i saw him live was drunkenly uh talking about how they were better than the who okay and saying how once he looked out in the audience and who did he see but nick nolte and his pregnant fucking wife <laughs> and i, I just got them, like, stuck in my head okay as avuncular jim uh, <laughs> uh 
you know, said it really <laughs> angrily for some reason. <laughs> I'm just really offended by yeah. his wife's fecundity. Yeah, he did not like the Nick Nolte's procreating. <laughs> Doesn't like the idea of there being Noltlets. Actually, um, no. I think I'm on. Think I'm on Jim's side on this. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, she doesn't want. Uh, when she calls the wife, she says, "You know, I, Vincent, you shouldn't take revenge on Harvey." But Harvey's like, "No, they killed my brother Gary." Uh, which even like as somebody named Gary, like that is a comedy name that they should that should not have made it out of this draft, right? Like that is a that's a, that's a name you use to make a point. It's yeah, it's a normal name for somebody. <laughs> my, no. he, they killed my brother Richard. You know Richie? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, so at night, I uh, remove the grating and start the actual escape sequence yeah. um, where the guards are in these weird tunnels <laughs> yep. uh, playing cards in the maintenance tunnels. Uh, they're absolutely deaf. They don't care. And they repeat dialogue over and over, which is really mm-hmm. strange. Like they're just like, you know, how's Peggy? You know, and then yeah. if you wait too long, if you hang out for a little while, they literally just go in a loop and the loop is like four lines long. Right. How's Peggy? Like it's super artificial and shitty. Yeah. Or like like the actual like poker interactions, like check draw like they didn't actually like record the entire thing they just had people say poker words yeah they, yeah, they yeah. just like put them in a winamp playlist you know for exactly. poker.wave yeah <laughs> playing poker one dot wave poker two dot wave on uh on shuffle yeah. um there's a section you have to slam the door with the thunder here like yeah. in time with the thunder which is kind of cool yeah um but also exactly on... shawshank exactly shawshank uh get out on the roof you get to walk through the warden's office Love which is this. kind of fun yeah. yeah. It looks like the yeah. admin section at OSR. It's pretty cool. Um, yeah. It's just cool to see a, a place that has a sense of place to it, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, um, pretty much anything that's not prison in this that is decorated is amazingly done so. <laughs> like, everything does yeah. have, like, a sense of place. Like, yeah, I'd, lo- I'd love to work in this office. I'd love to live in this house. Yeah, yeah. 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 Agreed. Like, I, I think that the, the all stuff all looks pretty good. Yeah. Did you uh, play uh, around with the globe in the office? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I clicked, I clicked on all the things. Um, I think that uh my guy because i played crime boy uh-huh. and he uh he spun it and then said something like i'd like to visit there someday yeah so yeah v- v- vincent's really like oh yeah i'd love to go to south america blah 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 but then leo goes and like it's it's kind of like kind of xenophobic like it lands on africa like oh, i hear the place is full of shit and shit and lions I'm like okay oh maybe, yeah. maybe i didn't do that because <laughs> yeah. i would have reminded that i would have remembered that yeah. um, I, was like, I wish i didn't know it but I, I wish i didn't know that about you leo yeah, yeah. yeah, he's kind of he's kind of a racist, apparently. So, <laughs> yeah, um, he died my game. It's okay. The uh, so um, this this searchlight avoiding uh, section with kind of like waist high cover, uh-huh. um, which is is fine. It you know it is what it is. Um, you eventually get up this guard tower, take out the guards. Um, there's a part before this we have to take out two guards at once at the same time. Love that. It's kind of cool, like again coordinating. Mm-hmm. Um, but once you get up on this tower, you have to slide down the zip line. You do it on on coat hangers. Uh huh. Like, that support a man's weight. Uh, <laughs> yep. Yeah, because I definitely, uh, most of my suits weigh 180 pounds. Just, like, just jackets or something. Yeah. Like, there's any number of things that would just work for this, and it's just so silly. You know, yeah. I know that seems like a nitpick, but it just looks stupid and doesn't, you know. It's Again, like, the game is taking itself very seriously during this, and it just does this silly shit. Yeah, games get zip lines wrong a lot. Like, so I recently did yeah. Spec Ops for Hexcrank, and um, just uh, using your guns on that seems like such a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. And that happens all that's all in like Mad Max you use your shotgun yeah. stuff like that. Like a lot of it just it's there's still a lot of friction and stuff. Yeah. That happens on a zip line. Um but you uh you you, you go down this the, the the wire there. Um the second the, person snaps it and this causes the yeah. alarm to go off. Yes. Um so you escape through these rainy muddy woods and the guards 
shoot at you, uh, all missing. And this starts chapter two, fugitive, as we actually try to uh, escape the the general vicinity of the prison. Yeah. Um, so you're it's nighttime. You're in the woods, you know, running through the wilderness, trying to avoid the search chopper. This is really just like running down disparate hallways, kind of, yes. uh, kind of separated, but kind of not. Yeah, not yeah, very very rarely. And you can you can actually take out the cops that are searching for you. Yes, here if you want. That, um, that's fun. I like sneaking around in the in the bush and doing that. Like you don't yeah. necessarily have to do it. Maybe there are points where you do, and I just didn't realize I was just doing necessary stuff out of fun, which is yeah, which is good. Like that's good design. Yeah, um, yeah. There's there's a part one of the uh, the lines uh, that I remember from this that's extremely bad happens here, <laughs> where like after you you're escaping, like after you fight off the cops and you're in the clear for a little while uh, and you're leaving. Um, Vincent says, uh, no shit. And Leo says, Sherlock, you could have said no shit, Sherlock. <laughs> I remember this. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it. Like, that's the end of the, and yeah. the what? <laughs> like, like, yeah, yes, he could have, yeah. I guess, but they're both expressions. Yeah. They're definitely both expressions. Hey, Leo, why are you trying to punch up Vincent? Why, yeah, why, exactly. why is the writer's room pattern getting into this, getting into this script? Why are you encouraging and, him into a cliche, Vinner Leo? Do, do you think it was a note that got read out loud? Maybe. Like somebody had done an editing note that they should change it, and then the characters read it in the, the studio? With gusto. It, <laughs> it's one of the weirdest, like, it's a very strange thing. Like, yes, you could have said. <laughs> like, I'm trying to, I tried to put myself in those shoes. Like, if somebody yeah. had been like, you just said no shit, but you could have said, said no shit, Sherlock. And, like, you're not wrong. Well, remember but the it's, remember it's, the context. Like you are on the run. Like it is yeah, it is yeah. at a quiet point in the chase. But like yeah. you're still try. Like they make so much noise. Yeah, they make a lot of noise. <laughs> um, yeah, nobody can hear. Like you know, we talked about the guards being blind yeah. earlier, but everyone is deaf. Right. Like super deaf. Yeah. So. <sighs> Yeah, we're, we're like, I mean, so that is a nitpick, yes, but like, it was funny. That is a moment when I laughed out loud and remarked to Ben, like, why are they coaching each other into a cliche? So, yeah. do, lest anybody think that this is 100% genuine irritation, yeah, we are responding to the text, but also it was a laughter moment. It, yeah, it's it's the weird, the, the, the way out paradox of like, right. this is extremely funny, but it's because it's, I'm laughing at it. Right. You know, I did not, I do not think that line was supposed to be funny. Right. Uh, I just, you know, so it it is kind of a bad feel, you know, even though I had a blast. So <laughs> you know? it's, it's, a, it's, it's a weird thing. Um, you get to this uh, this road bridge, and this is the first of a, a pretty cool mechanic in this where both characters posit a way to get through things, and you have to agree before you can do it. Right. Um, I almost always did Leo's stuff. Really? Wow. Uh, I, I almost always did, always did Vincent's. Well, I thought it's like, you know, play play a video game like you're driving a car that you stole. Okay. You know, was essentially yeah. the idea like this one sounds more fun okay <laughs> yeah. uh to me so like the we took the car and also i wanted to see what a vehicle sequence felt like in this game okay um you know not knowing that we get a bunch of them later mm -hmm. uh and you take the car and you maintain your cover for a little bit and then a cop like shines his flashlight at you and then you just uh you start gunning it okay and then uh then you have like a chase sequence huh so is there not a uh there's not a car chase sequence um, if you go under the bridge no, if you go under the bridge, like you get to the other side, um, you do a lot of uh, kind of cooperative platforming almost, mm -hmm. like uh, you know, like opening up paths for each other after doing like 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 hoists and stuff like that. You get to the other side, and um, Vincent gets held up by a cop, and you have to sneak around as Leo to get behind the cop and uh, take him out. 
Okay. Yeah. Like I, so I chose Vincent's because a his seems his options seemed more more discreet, and usually discretion in games, you know, manifests as like cool little cinematic or character things as opposed to an action sequence. And I was mm. here for the for the cinematic stuff. Yeah. yeah. And I I wanted to see goofy shit because I didn't think the characters I didn't think the characterization stuff was going to be good right and I, I i knew enough about the game to know that they there none neither would be a wrong answer that they'd both end up in the same place right right like there wasn't going to actually be any real consequence to any of this and it turns out there's not like i when i first got to the end i thought maybe you know because the end which we'll, we'll get to that i find like unsatisfying from from the within the narrative of this game um i thought maybe oh that was because we chose certain things right uh it wasn't no it just happens no matter what. So these choices are are not do not have consequence. That's fine. I don't think it's a death knell because it has consequence with what you do immediately after. Right. It's just do the thing that makes it that sounds more fun to you. Yeah. I guess. Um, you know, or or sounds like it's going to you know, or if you're RPing it, I guess. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Would be a way to do it. Yeah. I just I I was kind of RPing it in in terms of like oh like yours seems much more sensible and safe. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did 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 the did the car chase end with a section on foot being chased by dogs? Yeah, the dogs were eventually released as well. I okay. think that the car chase part is 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 pretty pretty minor. Okay, there I think yeah yeah so, no, that, um, yeah the dogs were released anyway. So they they the two branch the path recon reconvene pretty quickly. Yeah, reconvene with you uncharted foring down the slope, leaping, and then catching the other person in midair. Super yeah. super dramatic slow mo. Yeah, on the rain. Um, we get a flashback and we finally get to meet the titular Harvey. Is Harvey as cool as you thought he'd be based on all the fear around him? <laughs> to me, he seems just like a guy. It just seems like a wiry dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what if there was, what if there was a wiry dude? Um, so he's trying to sell this. What is the name of the big black diamond? It is, it is the black Orlov. Yeah. Trying to, trying to sell the black Orlov to, to some men who are, who are dressed, uh, as, as Arabs mm-hmm. and, uh, the sale is too risky. Um, so they're like, no deal. We're trying to back out. Um, Harvey, you know, kills them. Yep. You know, yeah, Harvey like, shoots all of his customers. And that's his move. He yeah. does this multiple times. Like this Harvey's classic move <laughs> is to try to sell a diamond, have people bring a lot of money to a location, then rob them. Yeah. There's no consequences in Harvey's world. Nope. Like it's not like people will stop doing business with him or anything because of this. Yeah. Um, why don't, why doesn't every super criminal just do this all the time? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Har- trick people into make, bringing money places. Yeah. So Harvey simultaneously has this reputation for being terribly bloodthirsty, but also people still somehow like arrange meetings with him. He's still a master criminal. Right. You know, he's, but he just, he, he's got this one move that works within the weird fiction of this game. Right. Like, and I, this part where he's like, okay, no deal and shoots the people. I think you're supposed to think is badass. Yeah. Like this is supposed to make us think Harvey's a real serious threat. <laughs> and and it just definitely doesn't. Yeah. Like the, uh, the, the, the real beat here though, is that Harvey gets word that they got out that, uh, yes. they, that, that Leo, inv- that Leo specifically found a way out. Yes. He, he definitely found the titular out. Yeah. Um, we're we're back in the wilderness escaping. There's this little fishing se- sequence. Yeah, it's like daytime uh, now. Sun has come up. Daytime. You've gr- created a couple spears. You find a campsite. You spear some fish and cook them to eat. <laughs> hey, what's the um, most wise thing to do when you're escaping in the wilderness? Stoke a fire. So, stoke, yeah, stoke a fire <laughs> and uh, create a, a good smoke signal and uh, eat some eat some some raw fish or yeah. eat some fish that you found right around here that you can just kind of see <laughs> swimming <laughs> in circles. Yeah, in eat, this sun pan shaped. <laughs> lake yeah from in this stagnant water in this, in this full stagnant of prison runoff bunt pond where they, where they empty out the toilets at night yeah um yeah that's where they, they they take all the toilets and they bail out that uh that section of industrial yep zone back in the prison um 
Leo kind of complains about his feet, and he's talking talks about his family a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but then Leo, like, you know, Vince has been pretty tight-lipped. Uh, Leo gets Vincent to explain his past with Harvey. You know, he says, like, yeah. hey, I worked at a bank. Uh, my brother introduced me to Harvey. You know, like, yeah, it's money laundering. Um, yep. he wanted out, but so oh, Har- yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Harvey didn't want to let him out. Uh, so Harvey killed Gary, uh, and framed <laughs> Vincent for it. And so yes. that is, that is why he, uh, has a death wish. That's his story. Yes. Yeah. Um, helicopter, uh, comes up and sees your smoke signal and gets you guys to start, uh, running. You eventually find a, a farmhouse. Um, <sighs> I love this. Oh, let's stretch our legs. Yeah, the farmhouse is a good chapter. Um, you, you notice there's an old couple having breakfast watching the news. Like, well, I hope those criminals don't show up as you guys are watching. <laughs> those two fools come around here. They'll get a taste of old Betsy because this psychotic farm guy, he is yeah. definitely he's definitely eating breakfast with his shotgun on the table in front of him. Indeed. Yeah. America. Um, <laughs> this is America. I, this is America. Um, so this is another one of those plans. Like, Leo wants to tie the couple up. Vincent wants to distract them by laying the horses out. Um, I definitely tied him up. I ambushed these old people. Oh, I, I let the horses out, man. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, you, I, it's good that we did different plans. We didn't coordinate this. All right. Right. But I was like, oh, I, I want to fight these elderly. <laughs> I want to tie up an old woman. Yeah. And you do. You trap them in a closet. Like you do this little thing where one of the characters knocks to cause a distraction or one of the characters breaks into the upstairs room and knocks over a flower plant to cause a distraction while the other person comes in and you have to jump the guy with the shotgun and take the shotgun and tie them up and put them in a closet and right. then push a bureau in front of it. Huh. How do they leave if you get let go to the horses? Do they just leave? Yeah. So you go to the you, you uh, break into the barn, um, and <laughs> then uh, open up the door, and then drop a cement mixer off of the uh, off of the hayloft or out of the hayloft. Scares the horse, and they run out. And they're like, "Oh, dang! The horses got out again!" And they both go running after them. Oh, so yeah, yeah they, they don't uh, they don't end up trapped up in a closet at all. Nope. The um yeah yeah. And now this is this is the after you've um gotten rid of the old people one way or another. <laughs> This is like a long sequence where you can just hang out in this house. Your only goal is to go upstairs into the master bedroom and change clothes because you're dressed yeah. up as, you know, prisoners, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, and you just kind of – this house is full of interactive objects that you can just kind of fart around with, some of which are, are definitely cooler than others. But it is fun to do. Oh, yeah. Like – and so what they're going for, from a character moment, I, don't, I think this is fun from a player moment. The character moment, I think it's supposed to be these characters are just want to feel normal for a little while. Yeah. That would be a thing. That is a thing to do and make sense. I don't think this expresses that very well. Well, it also because, just doesn't say like, ah, like none of them say like, oh man, it feels good. Except for when you lay yeah. on the bed, like both of yeah. them lay on the bed and it's like, wow, this is like, I forgot what this felt like. Yeah. You know, but uh, the the fact that you're doing things that are entirely alien kind of undermines some of, some of that. So <laughs> the, just, um, just, just say the one says like, talk, like, oh, yeah. talk yeah, about well, the one. Well, there's a setup for it too. Okay. So there's the, the, these old people who are eating breakfast also had a sausage on the burner. Uh-huh. For eternity. And you can go up to the sausage, this perfectly fine looking sausage, and kind of move the skillet around. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, cool. Um, but you can walk around. There's a plant. And if you cop, – cop guy looks at the plant mm-hmm. and just says some like, hey, you improvise a line about a random plant. Like it, it's not good dialogue or anything. Uh, Leo, though, is like, hey, I wonder what this tastes like. <laughs> it's not. It takes a piece of the plant. It's not an edible plant. Like it's. It's just a like a like a fern. Yeah, it's not like part so of like, an herb garden or whatever. Yeah, yeah. He takes it, bites. it, goes, oh, tastes like shit. <laughs> and, then, and, and it's like, why? Why are you trying to eat the plant? <laughs> 
Like, why does he eat the plant? How is this not a note that came back in editing at some point? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so weird. There's tons of food. Like, yeah, I just opened the fridge. Yeah. And it's like, there's, and you guys have to be hungry. You just ate, like, you know, pond fish, like runoff fish. Yeah. A day ago. Yeah. Like, how are, you not, how are you not hungry for actual food? And instead, you're sitting here eating this fucking house plant, dude. Okay. So either Leo has pica. Sure. Uh, or fear of heights and pica. Yeah, fear, fear of heights, pica, and Leo also has Jack disease. He's got progeria. Mm. He's four years old, and like uh, <laughs> he's the reason why you can't get poinsettias. <laughs> yeah, yeah they, they, they're they're poisoned to your little Leos. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Will this be will this be toxic to my idiot son? Can <laughs> yeah. I own this because he's going to eat it to my so. idiot full grown sideburn son? Yeah, this grown man I've adopted. Will this plant be a, a, a poisonous to him? So it's just like some of the stuff you're doing is cool and good. Yeah. And some of it is just like ridiculous. Yeah. Well, I love the hoedown you can have. Like, yeah, that's, that's really fun. That's... There's, there's like two mini games. There's like music mini games of this uh-huh. that, are, that I think are actually like pretty fun. You yeah. can play a piano and you can play banjo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like uh, I, I sat down and played the banjo. It's like a little uh, guitar hero kind of thing. You're pressing buttons yeah. in time. And like, you know. Like Leo sits down and then eventually the other player with Vincent comes over, sits at the piano and like you, you have a little jam sesh. It's great. Yeah, I think it's really fun. And the, the mechanics of that, the kind of uh, it reminds you a little bit of um, the instruments in uh, Steambot Chronicles. Oh, yeah. Like they each have a different kind of interface mm-hmm. method, if I recall. The, I played both the banjo and the piano, but I'm trying to remember yeah. if they're actually different. Um, but it, 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 that is actually a nice moment yeah. to do so. Um, but you can like, you know, watch TV, you can try on hats. Um, you can, you can just, you know, just comment on a lot of things, uh-huh. you know, walk around. It is really kind of fun. Yeah. You go out to the farm, look at all the animals, <laughs> you yep. know, say hi to them. Yeah. Pet, pet, pet a cow. Um, pet a cow, climb up a tower. Yeah. Go down to one of the, one of the little, uh, sheds. You can play horseshoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this, this is the first of the, like, little competition mini games that you can have, which I think are actually, like, pretty fun. Yeah. 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 If you're playing um, this, bit, stop and do all of these. Like, what you're doing is kind of like what uh, astronauts did once they first got on the moon. Oh, yeah. You know, like... like <laughs> That's like, true. In any given situation, it's like you're, you've just gone to the moon, and it's like, well, let's play some golf. Let's eat an egg. <laughs> you know? Let's just, let's just do all the, the random kind of interactivities. <laughs> yeah. But those people are on the moon. Oh, true. So they yeah. want to see how it worked on the moon. You well, just I mean, these guys are in an alien land, too. It's true. They haven't quite found a way out. <laughs> see, the thing they want a way out of is their past. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when I was um, in, I kept on thinking, how do I get out? When I yeah. was out, all I could think of was getting back in. True. <laughs> um, but this this is probably the strongest sequence in the game. Yeah. I think the farmhouse is probably the coolest part. Oh, the, like, yeah. the, the strongest, like, interactive thing, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, there's other things that are more uh, strong kind of, like, visually or editing-wise or things like that. I think this is probably the most fun you you can have just kind of chilling out. Yeah. Um, we change clothes. Uh, my guy grabbed that shotgun from the old man. Do you have a shotgun? And it's time to fix up this truck uh, <laughs> to get out. The The tasks to fix the truck are kind of annoying to me, but you yeah. just kind of do it. Yeah, you have uh, to, like, replace a tire. You have to fill it up with gas. You have to, like, push it down a hill so it can be next to a generator for a jump. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, but as soon as you start it up, well, guess who comes out? It's the farmer guy. They've called the cops and he's taking pot shots at you. Yep. Yep. Uh, so this uh, does a car chase thing with one person driving the other person in the back, essentially manning a turret. Yes. Uh, blowing up cop cars. <laughs> like just shooting 
killing cops by by the dozen, blowing up cop cars in this. Again, I call this game bloodless. Like, uh-huh. you know, it, it sounds like I'm being a hypocrite saying this part, you know, but it's just kind of uh, you're immune to bullets. Essentially, mm-hmm. you can just kind of heal if you stop getting hit for a while. And just, you know, the, the, the scale of this with just you mowing down tons of cops and making them their cars crash and blow up. Yeah. Is very strange. Just icing cops by the bullful as you drive down yeah. these country roads and on like trails and stuff. Um, play wise is pretty fun. Like, uh, as an expression of cooperative play, like in my notes here, I have it called like lucky and wild. Like the idea mm-hmm. of one person driving the other shooting is super great. I think Yeah, as, um, as far as also, as far as different modes, like things, they just dip their toe into mm-hmm. like, this is functional. It's much more functional than like the shooting seconds, you know, segments. Yes. You know, so yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, eventually, uh, you know, you drive off of, a uh, no, later is when you escape from the car. Um, <laughs> you know, you end up, uh, down, down by a river and you hop into a boat and this gets into the second vehicle section where you're tandem paddling down a river. Initially it is very calm, but then it gets far more rapid. Yeah. I like this much less. Yeah. Um, this, this I found more annoying than anything. Your boat takes damage. And the part that what it wants you to do is, like, coordinate. So it's, like, if you both see um, there's a, a cliff coming, you can be, like, row left. And then everybody switches to row row left in that direction. Yeah. Um, as is, like, you're so floaty and kind of uh, – I mean, I guess you're literally floating. But you control <laughs> in, like, a floaty way. Yeah. Which means that, like, you know, I took a bunch of dumb damage mm. that, that I, I felt like I was unavoidable or I shouldn't have, have done. Yeah. Um, and also this goes on for a very long time. It does. It's yeah. a long river. Yeah. The damage um, didn't seem like that big of a deal to me because you have so much health. You do have a lot of health. And then when you restart uh, from a checkpoint, you start with full boat regardless. Yeah. Um, but it was still just went on for a long time and, and I found kind of like not particularly compelling. Mm-hmm. Um, once you get down the waterfall, uh, Vincent asked Leo for his story with Harvey. Um, we switched back to that, the, you know, uh, them stealing the diamond, the initial diamond. Mm-hmm. Um, they couldn't sell it, uh, so Harvey decided to make things less complicated by getting Leo imprisoned. Yes. Thinking he wouldn't uh, escape and look for revenge or tattle or do any of those things. Yeah, we get a flashback to this garage, you know, kind of like one of their first deals gone wrong. Yep. Harvey shoots his customer again. Like, basically yep, his signature anywhere. move, this is where it, it's got its origin. It's where, where he tries it out, where yep. <laughs> where he takes it out of, out of prototype phase. Um, yep. And then Harvey jumps into this amazing firebird and just, like, runs him down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the cars in this are actually pretty cool. Yeah, like seventies muscle cars. I you know, I'm like, I'm, I'm not like a, a a guy dude about a lot of things, but that's one thing I can be like, oh yeah, Dodge Charger. Fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, a lift picked me up in a Dodge Charger. What? A couple weeks ago, and I was like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty, like, pretty like, cool. Are we going to get into some kind of chase? <laughs> Even a new Dodge Charger, like, you know, generally those cars have gotten lamer and lamer. A new Dodge mm-hmm. Charger still looks imposing. Like, it's still yeah. pretty good. So they need to find uh, Harvey. They're like, I know a guy named Ray who can tell us. Uh, it moves us into the, uh, the hilariously blandly titled Chapter 3, Preparation. <laughs> so are you guys ready to prepare? Yep. Uh, this <laughs> is the chapter that should have been done as a uh, as a, as a a montage. 
more or less yeah, there, yeah. there's a lot of there's a lot of low cards in this uh in this deck up until the end right with the hospital which is fantastic oh, i love it so much uh, the hospital is the, the thing that i call the best in the game yeah yeah 100 yeah. the best action sequence yeah um so the uh we get a little flash over to uh, i think this might have been a little bit stronger if we never flashed over to other characters yeah because Having sections with just Linda really underlines how shittily developed as a character she is. Mm-hmm. You know, like they need to to have plots. Like the the whole point of this, they they start in a, a supermarket where uh, the two convicts, escaped convicts, are on the newspaper. Um, she'd been lying to her to their son, saying that he was visit, visiting another country. Um, but he sees you know his dad's face as an escaped prisoner, and he's upset. They just right. need to accomplish that. Um, do they need to show it? What if he had shown up and, like, I don't know why this lie has to be there at all. Like, his son could just be disappointed in him right. regardless. Yeah. Like, that's lie, but, like, they don't need to show this. Right. Like, if, if we had just stuck with the main characters exclusively, since we're not going to develop anyone else, I think it might have been stronger. Yeah, yeah. Um, we can just we so, can just see the consequences of whatever is shown elsewhere and show everything from the perspective of our main characters. And this is our first glimpse at a magazine rack in this game. <laughs> and the fake magazines are really pretty funny. Yeah. Um, there's like Armor Magazine, which is about like collecting armor. Uh-huh. Um, I can't remember. They're, they're all very weird. It's like gu- guns and statistics or something like that. Like guns and something. And then there's one that's like fr- Fruit Friends or like, oh, Funky Friends. There's Funky Friends Magazine. Awesome. I love oh. Funky Friends. I want Funky Friends. I would definitely subscribe to Funky Friends. I, I should I should enjoy one Funky Friend. <laughs> one um, Funky so, yeah. Friend, please. Every time there's signage in this game, try to get close to it because oh. there's sometimes there's funny shit. My favorite there's a there's a billboard that is uh, introducing a brand new product, Fizzy Pop. Yeah, Fizz, Fizzy Pop. Well, the uh, all what is the uh, on all of the trucks? They all have uh, they have a word on the side that's supposed to be just a general name for something, but it actually is a name for something that would be very funny for the trucks to be carrying around. I forget. And I know Google Image searching a way out trucks is not going to do it. <laughs> um, but man, the, the, it's very funny. It's like um, it's not calamari that was in X Men the animated series, but it's something like that. Uh-huh. Like it's some kind of gross uh, food product that it'd be weird for the truck just to be full of. Yeah, horchata. Um, <laughs> something, yeah, something like that. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, uh, we get this little uh, the scene where the the kid finds it out. We switch back to the plane. A little bit. Vincent uh, asks Leo, like, why does your wife still put up with you? You know, we grew up together in an, in an orphanage. Right. Um, it's always been us against the world. It, it still, still is. is. So they are extremely ride or die, as we mentioned. Yeah. Um, and the first thing we do once we're out and have a car and all that, we're needy, we, you know, we need to go see Leo's family. We're searching this trailer park for Linda and Vincent. Lots of stereotypes <laughs> here, like domestic oh, violence yeah. and people sitting around drunk in the middle of the day. America. America. Like, <laughs> it, it, yeah, this is, you know, it is... It does feel like it, this is a, a, a cartoon version of things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's also very sprawling and multi-layer. Like there's tons of elevation. Yeah. In parts of this, there's like so this this trailer park was built on a series of rolling hills. Yeah. It's it is a, it's like a like a terrace farm kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is the point where the pacing, like we talked about this chapter being done as a montage, like. I didn't go through this trailer park and do everything because I just got out of that river chase and was a little bit fed up. Yeah. Like it took a little while for the, like up until I get to the, the hospital really, this does not win me back in or the theater maybe mm-hmm. um, does not actually get me back in. Like this is, this is a, is a low point for me. Yeah. In my enjoyment of the game. Uh, mostly like, it's hard for me to get invested in Leo and his family. Like 
you eventually do find them. Um, and she's, she's talking to police. You're just hanging out, like, you know, watching, waiting for her to be done. She hasn't sent you out, of course. Um, you go see her and like, I think that I am supposed to be touched by this interaction and mm-hmm. I'm not because I don't think these characters are very good and yeah. the things they're saying is not, are not very good. There's only one thing that happens in this chapter that actually like gets on my heartstrings a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, she's like, Hey, you need to go talk to your son and he doesn't want to speak to you. So he <laughs> climbs out the back window and goes up to his treehouse. Hey Gary, who built this treehouse for his son? I don't know. I don't think trailer parks. I don't think you can have a separate house. Like, <laughs> they charge you rent. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're like, the, like, yeah, well, I mean, the, quite literally, right? Like in a trailer park, like you're, you're leasing the land to put your trailer upon. Uh huh. You know, this is the tree probably isn't their, their acre or whatever. Yeah. No. Uh, Mr. Leahy yeah. comes up. It's, it's just, again, it, it just feels like Americana. Like they, yeah. they have a tree house because something this guy saw in a movie once. <laughs> yeah. So you can either go up and uh, see your son, or you can play darts. It's, it's very funny. So I'm just immediately because I'm way more interested in that. So I'm like yeah. gonna immediately go and do any of that stuff. Yeah. Um, you go and you talk your your son back, uh, essentially just by saying the same thing over and over. Yeah. Like, and you <laughs> fix his sign, but then you just kind of say like, "Hey, I love you," and then eventually he relents. Right. Um, this basketball is the jankiest uh the game has been it is so bad i have no idea like what determines success or failure like basketball video games in general like i it, i don't know how you do good at them i like yeah. playing a basketball game but it's like there's no real like aiming or anything to it it's just whatever your position is so it's three of you it is leo vincent and alex the son playing basketball fun cool right uh, but you're just kind of running around. There, there's no idea of like who's on a team. It's just like, hey, pass it to me, pass it to me. Like, oh, so we're yeah. just fucking around. Yeah, they're just fucking around, and they should. They could have just very easily done this through catch. Yeah, you know, which is a much more iconic like cats in the cradle kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, also, you got here where Leo helps his son dunk. That's a uh, Alex is an interactable object. <laughs> so Vincent helped my son dunk during this, which was a huge laugh during this. I'm like, it's, it's and then I dad. immediately. For comedy, like immediately walked away to go talk to my wife, yeah, and just let, let pass my son off because <laughs> I thought it was funny. <laughs> just you're, you know, this is a nice boy you got here. <laughs> Aren't you disappointed in your old dad? The, the, the whole plan was to. Uh, I'm a white collar criminal. Like the whole plan was to launder the son. Yeah, no, I, I like this is the moment that was kind of heartwarming is like, oh, you know, Leo goes up and, you know, his, his kid wants to dunk. So he picks him up and dunks him. Like, I played a lot of basketball with my dad. There were there were a mm-hmm. lot of assisted dunks that sure. happened. Yeah, it's like, hey, it feels good to dunk. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so, everybody needs a little help to dunk from time to time. Yeah. Um. So I like that. Yours is also very funny and good, too. Well, just the fact that it can articulate either way, like, makes me feel like this might have been a thing where they could have just have this be a cutscene uh-huh. if they wanted me to get invested in Leo and his kid. Yeah. You know, as opposed to letting players who, like, no matter what are just going to fuck around. I mean, not no matter what, because you, you didn't fuck around. But also, if, if I had come across the interactable object that was my son first, uh-huh. I probably would have clicked the button. It just Derek did first. Right, right. <laughs> so i mean so you, you you kind of backed away from that like oh no matter what they're gonna do like players are going to tend toward chaos right yes yeah, yeah. it's like i remember reading or listening to um sean elliott on an old game for windows uh live episode talk about in half-life 2 like how it's 
admirable that they don't take control away from the player. But what that means is that while like Alex Vance and her father are discussing the plans for the combine, you're just running around doing crouch jumps and trying to get up on top of the the lab equipment. So it still ends up creating like kind of a a surreal situation there. Mm -hmm. Like it's not an ideal uh, solution Mm -hmm. to that. And then like later, depending on the genre, games do that right. Like, you know, like Fulbright. You know, they never take control away from the player. That's part of their like core values. And they, you know, they create games where that works really well. Yeah. Um, this, you know, they don't, don't take control away from the player and create a thing where you, you know, you have kind of a schizophrenic moment. Like it doesn't, yeah. this, I feel like this game truly needs you to believe in this relationship between this father and son for any of the like ending or consequences to land. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't. Yeah. You know, partly because I was more interested in playing darts and fucking around, yeah. and they placed this right after, like, a 17-hour raft sequence, and I was frustrated. <laughs> right. You know, so, like, it was just hard to care about this this, this section. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> Vincent swooped your son, man. I'm so and, sorry. Which was extremely funny. Yeah. I'm very glad he did. <laughs> um, so we, we find out that Ray uh, works at a construction site. Um, you know, hey, you know, go go get him. Go get back safe. I'll kick your ass. Um, okay. okay. By the Fine. way, do you still have that piece? <laughs> like, uh, just cool, cool dialogue. <laughs> cool dialogue um, for a husband to say to his wife. Yeah. By the way, why, why, what do you mean by the way? Like you guys are having a conversation about this whole thing. You yeah. don't need to segue that. Yeah. Like, um, uh, I, I, <laughs> well, if I'm going to get back safe, I'm going to need a gun. Do you still have it? Yeah. Cool. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, hey, do, do you still have a gun? Yeah. The, um, so you get into the construction site. Um, you can either bluff your way in or like fight your way in. I think that I also bluffed this one. I think this was the one time we did it the, the softy way. Yeah. Um, but you can, you bluff, you say you're inspectors. Um, and now again, it's kind of party pals in, in high rise hijinks are <laughs> part of this. Like you go around and you do interactive things. Right. Uh, until you eventually get up to, to Ray. And this is a very long chase sequence. Oh my God. So this is obviously just Casino Royale. Like the, yeah. like the director liked that sequence in that movie. It's a good sequence in that movie. Um, yep. and why don't we just do it here too? Yep. Um, it, it, I think it stretches longer than I want it to. Absolutely. Like a lot. Um, but it, it, it's kind of fine, you know, and kind of, kind of annoying. The construction site just keeps going up. <laughs> yep. It's very weird. Like you just keep going up, la- yeah. up elevators until it's, you I know, like, it seems further than, than even should, it should be. Oh, like a chase sequence with two people is interesting. And I, like the, like when this is successful is when it like pulls out to like a top down fusion frenzy kind of view with, with, yeah. uh, with like where you're trying to like get them surrounded or lure them into a trap. That's yeah. cool. I like that. It's cool. It's just frustrating that it can never work until the pre-scripted ending for it. Right. And it, it's it's a chase sequence also that I think suffers because there's a really masterful one that's coming in a little bit. Right, right. You know, like this one is is definitely the weaker of the two, and it's right next to a, a really, really good one. <laughs> right, yeah. You know? Um. So you chase for a very long time. Eventually you get to him, and uh, there's like a torture scene. Like you have to torture this dude. You you have just like a a, a table full of implements. You have all these like you can walk around to different things, and they can even just it's not just the table, but you can walk over and pick up a lamp on uh-huh. the ground, do all like, kinds of things. Um, my favorite. So I was like, you know, I looked at all of them. Like, okay, a blowtorch. Like all this stuff is pretty obvious. One of them is like a wallet, and I have Leo pick it up, and I think, oh, torturing somebody with a wallet. Like I'm gonna like pull out the picture of their kids. I'm gonna say, yeah. you know, if you want, if you want them to live, I'm gonna, you know, go 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 after them. No, what Leo does is says, well, hey, uh, if you don't tell me what I want to know, I'm gonna throw this off of the off off of the building, and it'll be real inconvenient because I think your car key's in here. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, very weird. <laughs> yeah. 
just uh and it, and it and you can also hit them a bunch like it's not exclusively pg it's just pg in weird unexpected ways yeah um you find out that harvey is in mexico um you leave him tied up on the roof uh and and take off uh, now you need some guns yeah um and you need some money you're gonna need some money for some guns yeah and you also need a plane yep and uh <laughs> vincent can get us a plane yeah leo's got uh, so the money have- and the guns so in the, the we're doing more preparation here. Yeah. Um. You go to it. You rob a gas station. Yeah. This is this is basically a nothing. I assume you did uh, Leo's. Um. You know. Yeah. Boorish went, went in uh, shooting in the air. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. It doesn't actually change things very much. No. Vincent's uh, way is just to like go in and do a quiet. You know. Yeah. Uh, like a, like a quiet stick up. Regardless, go back and put the wrong code in the safe, and that calls in the cops. Yep. Womp. Okay. So womp womp, um, you know, it, mostly this is good because it gives you a chance to look at more magazines. Mm-hmm. Um, you go and meet Jasmine, the arms dealer who came from No One Lives Forever, <laughs> uh, who is is definitely like a Foxy Brown character. Yeah, definitely uh, like out of a different kind of like oh, a way out, the black exploitation version. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, and when you get here, she's at an abandoned construction site. As soon as you get out of the car, you can now dodge roll. Yep. <laughs> uh, before you pick up a gun and just pressing the button, just immediately going <laughs> spamming dodge roll as soon as you get out of the car was again just party pals and idiot frolics. Like, yep. Well, it's, it's hilarious because like you're 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 in a desert. It's the first time you see dust, and you can immediately roll. It's like, are, do, do we think we're chinchillas? Are we taking yes. baths? <laughs> yeah. You look like a real chinchilla type. I got some real good dust over here. I got good dust for you. <laughs> um, yeah. But it, this is you choosing guns. Yes. Uh, and there's some, like, crime movie cliche stuff where she doesn't trust the new guy, mm-hmm. uh, which is, you know, I guess that is kind of good foreshadowing because she shouldn't right. uh, trust the new guy. Um, and the uh, – but you just get to choose your weapon. Right. Um, there's right. a rifle, like, you know, low rate of fire, long range, assault rifle, automatic but low accuracy. Uh, shotgun, which short range, high spread, mm-hmm. submachine gun, which kind of splits the difference between a bunch of those things. Right, right. Uh-huh. Um, I like the the bar rifle, the the one that's not the assault rifle. Yeah, this is a regular rifle. I ended up choosing the shotgun, but I ended up switching right away because they they don't actually put you in any shotgun situations. No, no, it's not obnoxious, but no. just as a shotgun. And this uh, this desert is full of houses that have like targets set up in them. Mm-hmm. Let you kind of acquaint yourself with the shooting mechanics, which I think is kind of fun. Yeah. Oh, this is like a big, a big playground. Like, yep. it's not really a slow introduction of guns because, like, hey, you get out of the, you get out of the car and you can suddenly dodge roll. But like, yeah. it gives you a chance to like get acquainted with exactly how janky this is going to be. Yes. Which it, it's it's incredibly it's like ends up being extremely basic. Like if there was a a third person shooter thing that was like RPG Maker two thousand, but for yeah. third person shooters, mm-hmm. that's essentially what you do. Yes. Like you can you can iron sights. You can uh, crouch by some objects. And other than that, though, it's just extremely basic shooting. Uh, something is very frustrating. I don't know if you played this with a controller. I did. Um, the A button on, like, what would be an Xbox controller, um, instead of being cover like it is on every other third-person shooter, no, that's climb up on top of cover. It's the oh, X button. It's, it's uncover yourself. <laughs> yeah. It is cool. It is put yourself immediately in. <laughs> like, make yourself as big of a target as possible. Like, you're trying to scare bears away. Um I, <laughs> I, I did uh, I did play this on controller and uh, and and notice that yeah yeah <laughs> um, uh, there's a cool little interactable thing here there are some bottles that one character can throw up um, mm-hmm. and uh, then the other person shoots them that was a lot of fun so shoot them yeah. out of the air okay um, when you leave Jasmine betrays you immediately calls Harvey's man in Mexico 
saying that, hey, Leo is coming. Yeah. We're on uh, our way. And this is when Vince's wife sees the paper, uh, you know, with Vincent's face on it, and she immediately goes into labor. Uh, oh. an- another tell should have been the fact that their house was incredibly opulent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, a, like a cop's is. Yeah, um, <laughs> I guess, yeah. <laughs> like somebody who makes $50,000 a year has. Well, um, it was before the recession, like, yeah. That's, that's true. If <laughs> uh, you work a lot of overtime. Yeah. You know. Um. The uh, so you stop at the theater, and then I'm glad that you have this in the notes because <laughs> the name of the movie showing is the, the Call Me for the Storm, or the play at the theater is the Call Me for the Storm. I flipped off my screen <laughs> really hard for for that. Like, like I I cannot overestimate how fuck you I am about that choice. Like, fuck you. I just I couldn't stop laughing. It's so dumb. It it's is so fucking stupid. <laughs> well, like it, it pulls up and like the like the the, the camera angle as it, it you is do. a reveal it is right there. The calm before the storm. Oh, okay. Is that where we're at in the story? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> uh, thanks, developers. Yeah. Um, there's you know there's some some kind of playground stuff you can do. Uh, Vincent goes to call his wife. Leo can kind of run around, uh, hang out at the newsstand. There's an unrelated lady breaking into a warehouse. Yeah, and, and Leo <laughs> gives her crime tips. Yeah, you give her crime tips, and she's just like, I got it. And it's, it's just kind of weird. Like, <laughs> real common crime. And she doesn't care. She doesn't think there's anything suspicious about you giving her crime tips. But yeah. um, but mostly you just kind of hang out. You can sit on a bench. Uh, there's, like, two – there's a couple arguing, and you can, like, bite your way into their business and yeah. make them break up, essentially. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, so, but this is while Vincent's trying to get change. Um, yeah. Yeah. A real nothing until one of Harvey's assassins shows up. Which this part is kind of cool. I, I, yeah. I wish this guy had been established. Yeah. Like, you know, it'd be like, oh, let's put El Diablo on the case. Or, you know, it's something like that you could have done this more cheesy. Yeah. But I, I kind of like this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, well, 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 I mean, it, it is it is completely like beat by beat. He pulls yeah. up and he puts on like he pulls out this absurdly large pistol and puts on an even bigger silencer. Like gets yeah. out. He's got black gloves on. Like it is entirely, again, central casting. And you yeah. do this kind of like high flying chase through this theater. Yeah. This is kind of fun, uh-huh. you know, as, as it chases you. And it, this is where the camera – this is the first time where the camera starts splitting into triptychs. Yes. You know, and doing these kind of like 70s uh, editing trick stuff that I think is – it's done really, really well in the next chapter or the mm-hmm. next section of this chapter. But here it's it's kind of a cool, yeah. you know, uh, preview of it. Um, eventually you knock something on – or one of the guys uh, distracts him while the other one, Leo, jumps on top of him. And then the two of you co-op, co-op strangle him. <laughs> yep. Uh, to that, uh, like like with a, with a with a piece of ductwork or something like that. Yeah, it's real strange. Yeah. yeah. Um. So you have to go to the hospital again. Uh, and this is man. This is they're doing the thing before this when you're out before the assassin shows up, where if one character was just more adept at lying or just would talk, uh huh, like all this problem because uh Vincent will not tell Leo, hey my wife's pregnant we have to go. Like, there's all of this back and forth between, like, why don't you tell me what's going on? I can't talk about it. Well, no, Leo, Leo like, says, tell me what's going on in your head. Yeah. <laughs> what are you and he doesn't, about? he doesn't have to say, like, what's going on in my head is I'm a cop. Yeah. Like, he, he could just say, you know, I'm real worried about my, because they're going to, he wants to go to the hospital. Uh huh. So there's no point in keeping this cat in a bag. Right. You know, and just be Le- like, Leo is a family man. Wife. Yeah. Yeah. She, she, she's giving, my wife is giving birth mm-hmm. to our first child. I don't want my wife to know that I was a prisoner. You know, like there's, there's ways you could do this. Right. That like that don't require like an expert level extemporaneous lying or anything. Right. You know, it's not like Vincent's a great actor, but he could at least just say something. Yeah. Um. So pretty frustrating, but it does open up into a sequence I really like. Yeah. The hospital is top of the pops. This is very yeah. good. Yeah. Um. 
like even the like the interaction stuff you can do like you go in oh my god dude i <laughs> as soon as you get here because again because we're, we're party pals and hospital hijinks like the uh all i wanted to do was immediately go to the interactive thing i like maybe the hardest i left in this game was when you were like two idiots going to a hospital, immediately running up to wheelchairs and seeing how long they could balance in them. <laughs> yeah. And that being the only thing you can do, you just get a button prompt. And like, if you press square or whatever on this wheelchair, the only thing that occurs to you is to see how long you can balance in it. And another person who you're with, your soulmate does the exact same idiot thing yeah. in back, you know, behind the reception desk at a hospital uh-huh. where you're just allowed to hang out. It's so fucking dumb. <laughs> it's so funny. And I just kept falling. Like I wasn't good at it. So it's just like, whoa, whoa. And like you know, the wife's going to labor upstairs. Uh, but we're, we're party pals. And like, that's yeah. what we gotta do, you know? Yeah. It's playtime. I'm play. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Walk over to the kids' corner and play some Connect Four. Yeah, it's called um, uh, Row of Four. Uh-huh. It's the name of the, the weird. Go play some Row of Four. Yeah. Row of Four. Yes. Um, yeah, uh, which is next to Land of Confection and Real Estate. It's like a Steve Brule said it. <laughs> Took me to a man name of Brown. You know? <laughs> it's just very, like, Steve Brule-esque dialogue in some of this. Yeah. Um, so you, you do some party, some Play Palace stuff. Yeah. Um, eventually you go up. Um, Vincent gets this short moment with his wife and child. Uh, I don't know why Leo's there. I'm glad you have that too because it's like <laughs> like, he, he, like he brings leo into the room to say hi hi this is my crime friend <laughs> this, this is the guy I'm, I'm trying to get uh to lead me to the person i want to arrest yeah um you know we can do it uh but somebody calls the cops on you at some point and this this is definitely the most cinematically and cinematography wise like strongest piece in the game and i think like as far as it being shot and aping film like one of the best executions of that this the, like this is the most successful action scene and the most yes. successful like uh cinema pastiche yeah um, don't like this is really really cool yeah well, uh, well, the way it kind of effortlessly swaps between the two characters yeah well like in, in a single shot like it bird downs yeah. it a little bit um specifically yeah. like this is a moment where they get rid of the split screen and it is yeah. you know swapping the action off and on uh, you know, recognizing that in order to accomplish the kind of chase that they wanted to do, they couldn't have both of you doing stuff at the same time. So like yeah. they leave one character for a little while and then they just find these awesome opportunities to trade off. Like even if they like there's one especially cool moment where like the distance between you is too great. So like it passes by a security room and it zooms in on the camera monitor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, really clever. And just the um the cinematography of the way that the things you're doing relate. Mm hmm. To each other, like, before you actually separate out, you guys will actually do things that are kind of related to each other and kind of interact in weird ways. Like, this feels like it's from a different game. This is so good. Yes. <laughs> I feel like. Like, this is, like, the first thing they designed or something like that. Yeah. Like, this is, this is like, a proof of concept. Because it's really, really good. Yeah. Um, you know, and they, they, the characters do different things. Like, Leo gets to do a, like, side-scrolling fight sequence that it is like old boy mm-hmm. uh, very much so um vincent is more escapey like leo Holt takes a hostage vincent tries to you know it's, it's characterization based yeah yeah um here like, like like vincent's trying to blend in at a lobby as uh yeah. as as the cops come in yeah um here here's one of those things you know vincent who has already killed a strangled a man and <laughs> been a party to blowing up many cops um here's here's a thing that it seems odd that he would do uh-huh. uh given that he's going to be a cop uh-huh. Um, Leo gets arrested, and rather than uh, finding what the on-duty sergeant, mm-hmm. explain the situation, 
and getting that guy released somehow because he's important to a larger case from the FBI or whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, he instead plows his way through a crowd uh, <laughs> in a car. Yeah. Well, I mean, not to be insensitive or whatever, but it is basically an ISIS attack. Yeah. 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 To, to rescue uh, his crime buddy, uh, who, spoiler, he's going to, you know, depending on the ending, inevitably just kill. Yes. Um, you know, and uh, he knows he has all of the information he needs. Yes. His whole point of using Leo is to find the location of Harvey. Mm-hmm. What do they have? Mexico. But they <laughs> never get anything more than that. Right. Mexico is you a know? very large country. So that's that's dumb, but it would be dumb whether you kept Leo alive anyway. There's no reason not just to let Leo get arrested and then take, like, an FBI strike force or whatever to, quote-unquote, Mexico yeah. to take and, out Harvey. Hand this off to the CIA where you have jurisdiction to go and fuck around in other countries. 1,000%. Like, yeah. like it, it's so dumb. So th- what it's doing here, and this is where the, this twist thing, this thing, the, the grand scheme of this thing just falls straight up on its ass. Well, it never made it, any sense to begin with. <laughs> Well, right, right. So, like, it makes no sense as a plot, right? Yeah. But here's here's what it's zigging towards mm-hmm. uh, is, uh, in retrospect, you're thinking like, oh, he's a cop, but you know what? He actually has grown to care about Leo, right? You know, the end. Like that, that you know, the, this is a uh, honor among thieves. Like the, this is uh, two criminals. You know, he has decided, uh, and then the game literally just tosses that yeah. in the window, like with last week's toilets, <laughs> like at, at, the, at the end of the game, and just decides, nope. And it's like it's fine for it to avoid a cliche. You know, when I talk uh, about this game just doing things to avoid a cliche. That's what I'm talking about. Like, it's good to avoid the cliche, mm-hmm. but not if you haven't laid the groundwork for it. Yeah, like literally and, they, all... they laid the groundwork for the opposite. Uh huh. It's so frustrating. <laughs> exactly. Like, like like all of the all of the cooperation, all of the you you know surviving all these scrapes, all of these basically team building and trust falls. Sometimes literally, uh, like <laughs> builds up to is. Oh, maybe I can get you a couple of years off your sentence. Yeah. 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 Just just absolutely like bungled. Yeah. Super bungled as much as it's kind of a neat idea from like a ludic angle, mm-hmm. you know, which we'll, we'll talk about. Like there's things to like about it, but yeah. it is bungled like nothing has been bungled before. Like, yeah. do they fuck up this plot and this character work? <laughs> right. So bad. Um. So they, they, he drives through the, the crowd of people. Leo can pop in. Um, you're eventually you're driving to the air airfield where Vincent has a pilot buddy, yep. uh, Emily, um, who gives you some tasks to do while you have play pals and plain, plain hijinks. <laughs> yeah. You but play like, arcade games. This and... is where they start recycling a bunch of stuff though. Like, yeah, just, there's oh, just that's... a all purpose lathe. Yeah. There, there's, the, there's the lathe. Here's a drill press. Here's just a, uh, like a weight bench from the prison yard. Like... Yep. Yeah, it, yeah. It, the uh, they've, they've blown all their budget on that hospital escape because yep. from here on out we're like firmly in. Kind of Garbo territory, a little bit, as far yeah. as as what you do. I think. Um, did you do the thing where Leo uh, starts taking off in the helicopter on accident? <laughs> yep, that's pretty cute. It was such a dipshit thing to do. It's super dipshit, but yeah. it's like it was kind of cute. I thought, yeah, like, just well, like oh, like I could see myself accidentally starting a helicopter, <laughs> yeah, panicking and not knowing how to lay it down. Well, yep. then Vincent goes up. Like Ben was like, "Hey, I wonder what happens if Vincent does it." And Vincent's like, "Oh, that'd be no, that'd be pretty dumb to get in there." Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, you know, but Leo's just a big kid. Yeah, um, this woman apparently uh, airdrops arcades onto other nations or arcade machines because <laughs> she has <laughs> she has she just has tiny planes that she drives that just don't have room for maybe three arcade machines in them. Uh huh. But she uh, that's what her her hangar is full of is boxed copies of grenade the Grenade Brothers arcade cabinet. It was it was the Cold War. We were trying to you know we were, we were basically waging Spread a American heart, culture. Uh, yeah, a hearts and minds campaign. You know. Cultural imperialism. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so. Hey, you look like a cultural cultural imperialist type. <laughs> I got a good arcade cabinet for you. Yep. 
Um, um, but yeah, you like you play Grenade Brothers, but it's just like shitty, shitty volleyball. This is 1972. That's super early for video games. Super, super early. Yeah. And and it's also uh, this game is generally good as far as lag and stuff, but yeah. not when it comes to playing Grenade Brothers. No, no, a lot like of character my character just teleported around a lot. Like it was real janky. Yeah. Um, which is fine because Grenade Brothers is not like super fun or anything. No, but it, it's fun to introduce a new, you know, a new interactive thing. Yep. Um, but then you're just collecting fuel, you know, for the plane, but in her logbook, super boring. Um, cut to Harvey, who's torturing Ray for giving Leo the information. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we need more men. He's coming. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> like, like, again, like, what is is Leo like a legendary? Yeah, killer well, or something in this, like. But then, but then, like you know, <laughs> Harvey's guy right, goes over but and like it's so fucking dumb. Yeah, Nessa Thomas Mosombras, Quantos Todos. Wait, yeah. we, we need more dudes. <laughs> well, how many dudes do we need? All of them. Uh, <laughs> and and like I hate that he is right. Yeah, like you and this other guy just literally like I mean the next chapter we're going to just mow down hundreds and hundreds of drug lords. Yep. Uh, it is. Boy, like, t- you know, totally all over the place. The Rambo like, narcos. Yep. Um, so you get a choice. You can either uh, parachute in or go in through the jungle. And this actually, we both made the same choice here. Yeah. We both parachuted, so I don't know what the difference is. Yeah, I Probably just wanted to avoid, like, I, I kind of knew that there was going to be an Uncharted section showing up, and I wanted to yeah. avoid doing more of that. Yeah. Uh, luckily for you, there's tons of it, regardless. <laughs> like, this this, this uh, chapter four, Vengeance, is extremely long. Uh, almost nothing happens in it. It just feels like it goes on for a long time. Right. Um, I mean, it's just a lot of, like, uh, cover shooting. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, so we've caught up to the framing device. You know, we are now not in media res, or just, you know, in, in res. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, Leo suggests, hey, I've got, I've got an idea. Um, you know, since your wife, you know, since you're on the outs, why don't you write her a letter? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, well, thanks. If we survive. Yeah. What, what a novel idea. Yeah. Uh, and, boy, you know, like him actually doing this def- definitely seems like he's maybe got, uh, you know, uh leo's getting to him yeah really does yeah but uh but he's not no no um so since we both did the parachute uh this is a funny scene i like this quite a bit even though it is just point break (laughs) yeah where where the uh the parachute will not open um vincent has to grab you yeah part way there no it's it's hilarious because instead of deploying the parachute leo accidentally just takes off his parachute pack (laughs) (laughs) there's a series of straps uh to make that happen uh but this is what this is him confronting his fear of heights no fulfilling that character arc his rich character arc that he gets um when you land uh you do a lot of bland kind of shitty cover shooting stuff through a jungle yeah and then into a uh, compound various, various compounds one of my favorite thing is the compound is full of dumpsters uh-huh. like who's coming and taking this trash <laughs> well, <laughs> like, well no they need to get dragon man on the case yeah, does, does dragon man did he get shipped to, to mexico <laughs> for this yeah I, I you know i don't know well that's what he was dragon doing before he was put on the inside yeah he was he was, he was a trash lifter yeah you look like the trash lifting type. I've got a I good got dumpster good waste for you. For you. Yeah. <laughs> the um. So the there's just tons of dumpsters though, and it's just there to be video game geometry. But right. Um. Super silly. This is where uh, you get you the just... sniper cover section. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he has a specifically a mounted sniper rifle, so you don't uh, don't take it with you. Mm-hmm. 
Um, this is like like that that part is fine. Like that, but that's that's pretty good. Most of the other shooting stuff, though, like it it, it does something that third like third person shooters, good ones, figure out how not to do, which is as you're going, like you make progress. Oh, you forgot to hit somebody. They're behind you now. You're surrounded. You're dead. Like yeah. good first per- or good third person shooters figure out how to not make that happen. Yeah, or just make it part of the like do it intentionally or give you ways to deal with it. Right. Yeah, like if something pops up behind you, which does happen mm-hmm. in good third person shooters, they just make it part of like a set piece or an ambush or signal it. It's not yeah, just yeah. your own it's, faulty memory. Right. It's not just, you know, well, you forgot somebody, so then you're gonna be plunked down and then you're dead. And then you figure yeah. out where the fire came from. Yeah. We have a big you know, big bummer. Yeah. Big, big bummer. Um, the, uh, so, so you get, you do more shooting, you get to the, this, uh, this mansion, his opulent mansion, which this is, you know, extremely Scarface. Yes. Um, he pulls out a grenade launcher. Um, you have to kind of approach him cover to cover shooting him until you get into his office. Um, and you guys have regenerating health, which like, I didn't want like health meters or to pick up health packs. I just feel like the story shouldn't have had this at all. Right. Right. You know, it's, it's not like this is a, a bad way for them to handle health here. It just, you're trying to tell a grounded story mm-hmm. that has emotions in it and this doesn't work for it. No. Um, yeah. Eventually you, no. you know, you, you get Harvey, uh, to sit down. He should have died five to seven times over. Absolutely. Um, Everyone yeah. should have here. <laughs> yep. Um, and you decide who makes the approach, right? Like, like who, yeah. who gets to go up and I guess shake him down for the diamond or kill him. I'm not really sure. Um, yeah. we let Leo do it just because it seemed like Leo had more stakes in it <laughs> at this mm-hmm. point. Um, who did you have? Uh, Leo, Leo also did it. Yeah. It ends the yeah. same way. Or, no, maybe Vincent did it. I, I can't yeah. remember. Cause I remember aiming to do the, uh, the, the shot. Okay. I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. So, so um, yeah. uh, Harvey goes to the safe to get the diamond thinking that will appease them, but he has a gun in there. This sets up a human shield sequence. One of you has to like walk Harvey over to, um, over to this display case so you can slam him into it and create room for the shot. Yeah. Because uh, otherwise, you can actually uh, line up your shot to where you would not hit your friend. Oh, yeah. And if you pull the trigger, your guy will not do it. Oh, yeah. Like, I can aim well enough to make this happen. It just won't happen. Yeah. Well, like, it, there's plenty it, like, of room for the shot. Yeah, it uh, it, it reds out the – it makes the, the cursor red. Yeah. Because kind of yeah. it has a thing you want, it wants you to do, which is fine, but it's just kind of silly. Yeah. Um, you eventually uh, – you make room for the shot. You shoot him. You both empty your clips into him. Yeah. Or at least that's how it worked for me. Right. Uh, then you escape on uh, – you shoot him off – or you shoot him off into a balcony, into a pool. Right. Because uh, he's a Disney villain, he can't die until he falls off of something. Exactly. <laughs> no matter how many bullets are in his torso. And now you escape on two mopeds. Uh, in again, like a really long, long sequence of them firing what appear to be like mortar shells at you. Yeah. It's like as you're, a revenge you're, for you're their a, crime boss. You're avoiding artillery. They should be completely scattered at this point. It is so silly. Like, what are who? Why are these people doing this? Uh-huh. It's so weird. Like, just chasing you and shooting artillery shells at you. Yeah, to get out of here. And lots of slow motion jumps over things. Like, it is. It is worth talking about how maximalist and, and over the top this is. Yes, because the next chapter is definitely uh, not going for that. No, not at all. You're doing jumps. Eventually, one of you falls off, um, and then you have to climb on the on the back of the other one, and you do yep. more like lucky and wild. One person drives, one person shoots, kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, eventually you get out of the, uh, on back on the plane, you're kind of reflecting a little bit. Um, Vincent's going to write the letter. Yeah. He says like, Hey, you know what? Like we've, we've done this. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to follow your advice. Cool. Yep. Great. Yep, yep. 
mission accomplished. The, the you know, game ends, the credits roll. No, we go to chapter five, conflict. Conflict. Dun, dun, dun. Um, so, you, so you land this plane. Um, the cops are there. Uh, not surprised, right? Because you just went and caused this international incident. <laughs> the FBI, the chief says, like, Vincent, you did a good job. And it's like, you know, it's, whoa, Vincent the cop. Oh, man. Um, we get the puzzle pieces of this, like why this – what happened. Right. So like during that, that initial scene that this game is fucking in love with of the, the initial diamond handoff. Right. The um, uh, the garage, the the deal in the garage gone wrong. Yes. Yeah. Um, where Harvey's watching uh, the customer get killed. The customer was actually his brother Gary. Yes. So that part is true. Harvey, Harvey yeah. did kill Gary. Yeah. Uh, and Vincent blamed himself. <laughs> for putting like, his brother hey, in a situation, I, which is like, why did you send your brother into that? Why? Why is your brother well, working I mean, with you? Presumably, why your brother your was choice? a cop as well. Yeah, yeah like uh, you know, you didn't do it, and also your brother was probably a cop. Yeah, you know, it wasn't just like I've got a. I hear you need citizen informants. I have a good brother for you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I just don't know what the what what this is if his brother isn't a cop, but he blames himself and feels guilty. That's all fine. Yeah, you know, but then when he's like, okay, I need to be a plant in prison to get close. To Leo, this plan starts uh, way too far back. It's it's so yeah. Like this is the only way you can get Harvey. <laughs> like this unending series of like weird coincidental things you have to do. And like I get it's a video game and it's a pulp video game at that. So right, you know, fine. Uh huh. But the game, this is just an, it's an example of the game being totally like all over the place and mm-hmm. wanting to you know again wanting to have his cake and eat it too. Well, yeah. Like, I mean, uh, to, to, to use another cliche, like this is when like this is them starting to cash checks. Right. They're yes. they're expecting they're expecting this to have to have weight and the implausibility and goofiness of that like sucks the air out of it. And like I, I like I found myself wanting to be invested in the drama. Like I want to follow it. I want to I want to care about these guys and I end up giving it more credit than it than it ought to get, just so I can feel something or go along with the ride. But it just it undercuts itself. Yeah. It it yeah, it, it does not work. If even if you know, it's not even a thing where like like an expression that I like use a lot, where it's like something that's worse the more you think about it. Uh-huh. You know, which is how like that you know, came up a lot in the Dark Souls three season of Bonfireside Chat. But like, you don't even have to think about it for this to get worse, mm, right? You know, and what it's it's going towards here. So the entirety of the story they've led up until this point would be Vincent letting Leo go, right? Because they've bonded. The game. The developers don't want to do that. They want to have a subversion because their kind of modus operandi, operandi is like looking at states of play or looking at different ways that you can uh, articulate or reflect on co-op play. Yes. Their idea for this whole game, like what the game is built around is what if we make characters create like a ludic bond the mm-hmm. entire time? Like they have to cooperate the same way that we did with one player with brothers, like to get things done mm-hmm. and then turn them against each other. Yeah. You know, Um that's not the story that you told, though. No, that didn't build. <laughs> you didn't build to that. Yeah, there's no there's no tracks for that. Like you you very specifically uh, spent the entire time building the story where Vincent lets his buddy go. Mm-hmm. So, like, I understand not wanting to do that because that is a more cliche ending mm-hmm. and it doesn't express, you know, the play thing you want to do. It's also the story you told, though. Yeah. You know, like you didn't you didn't tell the, the, the story that you, you want this to be mm-hmm. like, that's not what I played. So yeah. when when this ends up being like this very long knockout knockout drag out fight between these two characters, which we will talk about the details of, but just like getting in general, you know how this doesn't work uh, makes a sense here. Yeah. It just doesn't. 
feel right. Yeah. So I, ex- I expected the subversion. I was braced for it, especially when they introduced shooting. I expected it to happen with Harvey revealing some piece of information about, you know, like, oh, Leo ended up being the person who killed Gary. He just didn't know it. Right. Yes. And that, that, that caused each other. Like that's another way this could have gone. Yes. Like turn them against each other and have that be temporary. Mm -hmm. Like he drives a wedge between them because he's the villain. Uh huh. And then everything you've done for the story so far is what actually makes them team up. Right. To fight the villain. That's, that's again, that would have been another way out of this. Mm -hmm. Another way out of the story that they they (laughs) built. Yeah. Um, ironically, they did not find a way out. No. Yeah. With with, with this shit. Mm -hmm. Um, so because of this, Leo takes Vincent as a hostage. And, like, during this whole section, this the sequence, I kind of feel for Leo during this. Like, Oh, yeah. That's that's the other issue, too, is that for this to feel good, I think that both characters have to have kind of a – you have to have a stake in both characters. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it you call me, you know, a, a softie or a, a, a real criminal, a real crime-doing type. Uh-huh. But I, I exclusively think Vincent – or uh, Leo is the sympathetic character only during this. I have no sympathy for Vincent. One hundred percent. Like terrible and I think character. That it's it's like it's almost a misunderstanding of the tropes. Like maybe they are banking on the fact that Vincent is the cop and therefore the therefore the good guy, the person who's on mm-hmm. the side of the law. That like that should be the entirety of why you would be on his side, right? Yeah. Um, you know, all of their things are equal. Both of them have a wife. Both of them have a child. You know, yep. like like the like the 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 the, the, the sympathetic chips are all kind of laid out um and, and it's a tie with, yeah it's a tie it's exactly. a tie except for the fact that one is likable and one of them is a cipher <laughs> right you know and they needed him to be a cipher because he couldn't reveal that he was a cop however they also need you to care about him as a character and know him as a character for that reveal to, to have these kind of equal stakes yeah and they just don't mm-hmm. like it just doesn't happen he's just a blank he's, he's murray from flight of the concords except not funny <laughs> during the entire time and then at the end, we're supposed to have equal stakes. Like, I didn't play as a cop. I'm really glad I didn't because I would uh-huh. just feel like garbage. Like, oh, okay. Like, I don't want to do any of this. Mm-hmm. I'm not with, motivated. With with me and Ben, it actually it, it kind of worked out because he played Vincent. Like, Ben knew mm-hmm. how all this was going to go, and he had information that I didn't, just like Vincent has. So he was kind of him. acting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And that that makes sense. If you were coming, that, that's actually, like, kind of an ideal way to do it. Yeah. They just have like Vincent Proctors. Like you play this game, and somebody from the staff will play as Vincent for you. <laughs> right. Well, it, that yeah. only has to happen once. Then the other person has to go and play with somebody train, else. Train, it was like Pyramid Vincent. <laughs> <laughs> like, Vincent I'm, I'm selling for Vinway. Like, it's, it's, <laughs> um, yeah. so so it just it doesn't like it just doesn't work. Like it doesn't doesn't work at all. As neat as it is to use the same mechanics that we've been using to cooperate the whole time to fight, yeah, it exclusively like it doesn't work from like a, a player motivation, like a story standpoint, doesn't sound like enough even, right? Because it's it's just it's player motivation. It's lots of things. Yeah, uh, weirdly, this is where the acting ends up working because they are giving they're throwing away any pretense of like trying to like undersell stuff. Like yeah. when they're screaming at each other, and Leo especially sells being betrayed very very well. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Like again, he's very you know a, a pretty uh, pretty sympathetic character at this point. Yeah, you know sympathetic and like likable. Yeah, you know, and he just definitely got fucked over. Mm-hmm. You know, he just he just helped a like what what a story where like like just the hey kids the cops won they just <laughs> they just violated they you know deceived a prisoner and used them for for their own needs yeah. and uh, and succeeded in doing their covert assassination on, in another country uh-huh. uh huh yay 
<laughs> you know, that's a cool thing for a video game to do. That's, that's yeah. a cool story. Yeah. Um, so this chase sequence, without getting into too many of the specifics of it, it is like fairly action packed, but I was kind of gobsmacked by like what it was asking me to feel. Yeah. You know, um, there's a, there's a boat like being chased in a helicopter on a boat uh, <laughs> there, which this even also gives it a very, there's a very uh, clear part where the boat seems to blow up uh-huh. and you could be like, Oh, nobody could survive that and mm-hmm. let your buddy go. Right. You know, or you see him or you go down there and you see him and you give him a nod and he runs off. Right. And that, again, cliche, but also the story you've been doing mm-hmm. the whole time. Yeah. Um, it doesn't do that. And so you go instead you go into a warehouse for a shooting segment. Very, very uh, like a very long one. And it's done kind of in rounds too. Yeah. You know, so like playing this with Ben, you know, we were talking with each other, you know, and we weren't like role playing it or anything, but like, I was like, oh yeah, well, let's just, let, let's play a shooter against each other. Playing a shooter against somebody and talking to them is fun to do. So like yeah. we were, you know, taking cover and playing hide and seek and trying to get the high ground on each other. Um, like there's no, there, there's no permanent cover in this. So like if you're hiding behind something, you can shoot it out. Like, yeah. you know, like there are parts of this that are pretty well designed, even if the actual like feel of shooting isn't good. Yeah, I, I guess like the the fact that there is no permanent cover is a good choice. Yeah, um, it's hard for me to call the like this segment like if there was just a standalone version of this, I wouldn't play it. No, no. You know, like I, but like nothing in this standalone would I play. All of it yeah, together yeah. is you know it adds up to something else. Yeah, that's true. It, it's hard for me to like it, hard to, for me to feel this is like particularly well designed as like an arena. I guess yeah. I don't know what I would have wanted different though. I like the kind of everything that kind of came after that. The twist is kind of spoiled for me yeah you know because it has that power over it i guess for sure yeah this is a much better use of the shooting mechanics than um uncharted yeah you know than that whole uncharted segment you know where it just became incredibly hyper maximalist not that the helicopter boat chase isn't maximalist isn't super maximalist either but it's supposed to be maximalist plus feelings not just like fuck yeah yeah yeah. you know end of bad boys or whatever um so you get to the end uh you know getting this fist fight and stuff i keep expecting them to actually talk uh-huh. It barely happens. There's a couple of one-liners, but there's no like actually reconciling with what is essentially the monstrous crime that that Vincent has done right. here. And it ends, you know, the choices you made have made you know no uh, no difference, except for um, you know how well you do in the shooting determines how effective you are at this QTE or this button tap, right? That you do. Yeah. So Ben completely trounced me in the shooting. Mm-hmm. You know, and I figured, okay, we're going to get to this QTE. What's happening is there, you know, there's one gun left. One has fallen off the building. The other is on this ledge. You're both injured and crawling toward this, toward this gun. You're filling up a meter. I filled up the meter with my taps before Ben did, but he still got to the end. He's like, he, okay. he still beat me to the gun. Yeah. So it is the, the amount of damage you've done determines this, this, uh, this winner mm-hmm. here. Um, and you get these flashbacks to the, each man with their family. Again, one of which we've met and hung out with, one of which was just cranky. Right. You know, again, like even less of a character than the other one. Mm-hmm. Um, whoever gets gets uh, to the gun first shoots the other person in the heart, again, without really confronting right. what's happened. And then you get one of two endings, depending on who, who lives. Right. Uh, so for me, Vincent lived because, you know, Ben yep. trounced me. Uh, did the same thing happen for you? That did happen, yeah. I was Leo, but I got also got uh, got trounced. Yeah. So, um, so Vincent's ending, you know, he goes to give the bad news to Leo's wife personally. I don't know why he does that. Yeah. You don't think that this, this lady who's also kind of a criminal might be kind of upset about this thing or suspect anything. She right. doesn't. Yeah. So, so, you know, lucky you. Yeah. Uh, you know, Oh, I forgive you. 
<laughs> you you did what you had to do. Yeah. No, she you know? she like she just breaks down bawling and slamming stuff around in the trailer as you would do, you know, when yep. you got terrible news about the death of your husband. Uh also, you're cut like this he's an 8-year-old kid, but like 8-year-old is definitely enough to that's old enough to form a grudge. Guess what? Yeah, 10 yeah, years yeah. later. <laughs> A way out too, where it's like the two two sons. Getting <laughs> a tale revenge. of two sons, yeah. He's gonna he's gonna <laughs> a way out a tale of two sons. He's gonna get revenge on his surrogate father who helped him dunk so many times those years ago. <laughs> like uh, lone wolf versus cub. Yeah. Uh, like the um. So then uh, Vincent resigns uh, to his wife. So he's gonna you know. Hang it up. That, that, that's the letter, right? Like Vincent's wife hated the fact that he was putting himself in danger. The letter that he wrote wasn't like, "Hey, I love you. I want, I want, I want back." Like the letter he wrote was to leave the bureau, to leave the FBI. Yeah. Um, and then Leo's wife and son visit the grave. These endings are ten minutes long, too. Yeah. Um, they're too long and boring. Like, yeah. Tons. Like they're they're extremely boring and annoying. Yeah. Um, I went and watched the other ending. I didn't get, and I was really annoyed. Yeah. Um. So the uh, in that one, uh, Leo uh, leaves Vincent's letter on his wife's doorstep, which knowing what the letter is, yeah, like that's that's pretty tragic. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then he and his family flee the state, and he lives a life of ride or die crime with his uh his wife. Yeah. Um, and you know, uh, Vincent gets a cop, you know, gets a cop's funeral, which yeah. have, having just been through a military funeral for a uh, close family member, uh, fucking destroyed me. Uh, because yeah. it was it, like beat by beat exactly what happens. So, yay. oh yeah. Uh, imagine, imagine imagine me crying ten minutes before recording. <laughs> I, I imagine the people who uh, who did a way out. If they saw that, they'd be overjoyed because they thought that you were crying because you were so attached to Vincent. <laughs> no, and not crying because of this incredibly recent unpleasant memory. Yeah, yeah. Like so, so don't don't let them hear that. Right. Because they're gonna take the wrong lessons from this shit. Yeah. The um. And then, and then that's a way out. Like a, a game that I laughed like a lot during. Like I mean, I think I don't know if I have a, like a lot extra to say. It's just very frustrating because I felt like the things that like this could have been funny and then also just followed through on the cliche at the end, uh-huh. and been a more satisfying, if less daring, narrative experience than it was. Right. Yeah. Um, the like a, a huge amount of the complaints that I hear specifically about the last chapter is that there is no way for both characters to live. Yeah, like people people are very sad that there is no third way out. Um, you know, and that it does force you, you know, into the confrontation, you know, until the bitter end. The problems with the ending start far before that. Yeah, <laughs> they like they like the the, the the seeds for why this doesn't work, which we've you know laid out. Um you know, kind of, kind of go beyond that. So it's frustrating to see the criticism, you know, the other criticism of the ending that I saw, um, kind of amount to, amount to, you know, just like, oh, why isn't there a way for everybody to live and be happy? Well, they mm-hmm. <laughs> just, that, that wasn't what they were decided to do. Yeah. I, I don't think that's a good issue with the thing. Right. Like that, that, that to me smacks of like gamers wanting a good ending. Right things and the, no, no, you know, not, not a good ending but a happy ending yeah yeah where, like, well, what that, that feels be, like an unqualified success like that, i've succeeded like we, we talked about that a lot like how the um i wish that people would give that up and look for a more interesting ending right you know or one that like you know not all stories end with the the main character being hailed as a champion like stop feeling like that's the only win condition for games right you know, narratively, like, and th- th- that that's a bullshit complaint. It's just frustrating because the, the 
there's a thousand other complaints you can and should have about this ending. Like, I don't know. I can't imagine the person who this like totally worked for. You know, this is the first episode to come out in June. If this worked for you and you were like, yeah, man, I, I bought it and I'm invested in Vincent's story, like with no, you know, sincerely with no judgment, please tell me how. Yes. Like, what did the game do to make you feel that way? Mm-hmm. Is it just like that he had a kid and you just recently had a kid? Like it was something from real life kind of rounding up for you. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I just don't know what it is to feel that. Yeah. So, yeah, um, it, it bummed me out because there's the things here that are fun, like those little mini games and stuff have tons of potential. It just, uh, you know, does not does not work as a story or dialogue or character based experience, right? On anything other than like, you know, I'm laughing at this because it's, you know, a B movie. Yeah. Um, I had fun. Yeah, I had fun with it. Like just both yeah. for the both for the reasons that we laid out. It was fun to play a game with Ben. Um, it was fun to kind of cloud on this particular thing like i definitely like this expression of but of, of buddy criminals more than like a Kanan lynch or some of the other oh. <laughs> the other ways <laughs> like, again again like i'm, I'm yeah. setting the bar super low like this has been done and tried before in a far more straightforward video gamey way i you know i appreciate this on the level that that like that i appreciate the attempt you know like i look at this like this is not like anything else i've played even though it does resemble in a lot of ways you know those interactive movies until dawn david cage etc cetera, etc cetera. um but it rises above those specifically because of these weird daring choices they made in the form right yeah yeah so it's uh it's simultaneously better and worse than what it was trying to do i guess yeah and yeah it's a uh, yeah, it's also like I guess, yeah. You know, this is this is. I would never have in a million years guessed this episode would be quite as long as it is. Uh-huh. Um, but it's also worth noting, uh, and we talked about this a little bit up front. But I was really psyched for this. I loved Brothers. Uh huh. I love that game. I thought these guys were going to do something really, really good. Yeah. You know, like it's interesting to compare these guys because they have one less game, but like brothers kind of was part of or within a couple years adjacent to a pretty early wave of like indie successes right in my mind i think of that as like studios first outing things similar to like almost bastion yeah like it's a really different type of game but just kind of like oh man like these are kind of like high profile high production value good indie games yeah you know and then like i was like man i can't wait to see what super giant does next and they did transistor and i love transistor and then i was like man i can't wait for those brothers guys to do like another game and then they did this and it's like it's fun to talk about and it's fun to clown on. Mm-hmm. It's it's no brothers though. That's a letdown. <laughs> like yeah, you, 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 real you big can't letdown. you cannot compare them on the same like 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 in the same sentence even. Yes, you know beyond just kind of the thematic wheelhouse that they that the studio has kind of created for themselves. Yeah. Like I can't I can't with a straight face say that I'm not looking forward to whatever they decide to do next. Like they like both of these both of those games had a very good core interaction idea at the at the heart of them. I want to see you know if they continue being inventive like that. But like one of them is an unqualified success. You know brothers on both the thematic and play level, and this one is. You know, not successful in the ways that they intended. I yeah, mean, they obviously it, intended. It's it's again, they're like different levels of enjoyment. Yeah, you know, like it it is a shallow and like I had I had tons of fun going and seeing the Justice League with Brayton. Right, right. Mm-hmm. That's a terrible, terrible fucking movie. Yeah, you know, and it's like just because I had fun, like, does not mean it is good. Right. You know, and that's what this reminds me of. And like, mm-hmm. this is not quite as bad as the Justice League, but I think it's really pretty bad. Yeah. Um. And and it's uh. 
you know, and not just in that last chapter and not just in the last two chapters, like, yep. you know, most of chapter three shouldn't exist either. <laughs> like right. more than half of this game is bad content. Right. You know, like it, it's a, a, it just, just because I had lots of fun with it. And that's the reason why I'm looking forward is like one to see what they're doing too, to play through it for that enjoyment. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the same time though, like, you know, yeah. well, I mean, bring, bring Bring your fucking A game, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. you get like this. This would have not. This would have taken a couple dialogue passes and a couple more plot passes. I feel like to be fixed. It doesn't feel the things that would be fixed about this were in writing, which is cheap right. compared to video games. Like once you get further along, you've done VO and animation. Rewriting isn't cheap, mm-hmm. but actually, this is a script fails, and that could have been caught way earlier and just made a much better product. Yeah, yeah. I think. I mean, and ultimately what we're getting at is that fun and quality um, are not unrelated, but they are different axes, right? We have yeah. talked about a game doesn't need to be fun to be good. Um, yes. Just because a game is fun doesn't mean that it is good, right? Yeah. Like, like Papers, it, Please is not fun. Right. You Car- know, but cart it's, life it's is not fun. Super not fun. It's right. just really interesting and good. Right. Spec Ops is not fun. Right. You know, like it, it, it's like some of my favorite games are not fun. Right. You know, um, at the same time, some of my favorite games like are not good too. Right. This is not one of them, you know, like but this, <laughs> this is, uh, it is, uh, you know, it's the other half of that. And that's kind of the theme for this month. Mm-hmm. Like both, like I've been playing Magicka and EDF and both those games have huge problems. Like they're fun, depend fun co-op. They do, uh, each of them do interesting things. Mm-hmm. It's really hard for me to call any, either of those games like particularly good. Right. They're just real fun. So we won't go on this rant every episode. No, obviously. no. But like set this set this out as like a thesis almost. Or Yeah, that know. that is the accidental theme for this month. Yeah. You know, which is which is kind of cool, right? Like and the idea that that almost exists uh in tandem with co-op more often than not. Uh-huh. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. You know, cuz co-op can elevate those parts that are purely fun in spite of a game's quality mm-hmm. like pretty easily, I think. So, I'm glad we did this. Me too. Of this. Yeah, you know, I'm glad I got a chance to play it. Yeah, it's a, it's a bit of a risk because it is it is so new. But hey, WAF 2.0, anything yeah, goes. We get, yep, yep. We get we get uh, we get to do it. Dream um, drop. So after this, distance. we mentioned uh, Magica is next. Magica is next, and then after that, uh, Earth Defense Force 4.1. Hmm. Um, EDF. EDF. <laughs> uh, getting quickly into the summer, uh, July's games we announced last week. Uh, our 200th episode is super exciting. We are doing The Sims 3. Yeah. Yeah. Very uh, excited about that. Um, a couple of people have asked about the structure of that. Um, and I think my goal is to do, because that game kind of ends when you want it to end. Right. Um, is to play for a long time as kind of a simulation. Uh, play for a long time as kind of a, you know, I'm going to put on unlimited money and build a dream house mm-hmm. and play with all the things and then play through for a while as checking out the weird uh, DLC features and stuff. Like, yeah. what is it like to play as a vampire kin or whatever the fucking <laughs> in this expansion that I have, whatever the silly thing they added. <laughs> right. You know, um, it, it's funny. It keeps, I'm doing my simulation playthrough and zombies keep like at night. Uh, zombies wake up and kind of menace my house and it plays scary music. They can't get in. Right. But it makes roars go ape shit. Uh, <laughs> like the uh, virtual roars, the remaining roars. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's very funny. I didn't, I didn't actually pick that back up since since my cat died. That, that might actually be like, boy, maybe, yeah, maybe, whoa, maybe I, I might have to rethink that. Oh, you left yourself a trap. Oh, no. I left myself a trap. I might have to start over uh, without that. So, 
We shall see. I'll, I'll see what it'd be like if Roars was a horse. <laughs> <laughs> Roars, horse, Roars, horse. <laughs> Roars is a horse, of course, of course. And everyone knows Roars is a horse. Um, <laughs> yeah, so maybe I'll give that a shot. <laughs> Yeah, so <laughs> that'll be a that'll be a lot of fun. We've uh, we, we both have a handful of expansions we're going to try out. We'll book, we'll book report some of those aspects. There are some expansions mm-hmm. both of us have. It'll just be a good time. It's a big notable series. Um, oh yeah, I said this in the in the slide channel, but like people are like, oh, like that's so obvious. You know, why haven't they talked about that? If there's a game that you're thinking, oh, why haven't they talked about that? It is either a break glass in case of emergency game or an anniversary game. So yeah, and and and. Yeah, we're we're probably aware of them. I still like hearing about those. Like if someone's like, "Hey, do this," yeah, like, I still yeah. like hearing that. Yeah. Um, and people can still suggest it, uh, suggest things that are like that. But uh, most of them we're we're aware of. It's funny that we call them break glass in case of emergency because the way we've always framed that to each other is like, "Oh, the numbers aren't doing good. Yeah. Got to pull Chrono Trigger out of the sack." But really, if there's an emergency, it's like. Uh, I can't record. What can we do that we can beat in two hours? <laughs> <You know? laughs> like the, the actual, like, we'll make an interesting discussion that's exceedingly short. Yeah. Is the actual emergency. Right, right. Well, I always thought, like, if we got on a real, like, just terrible run of bad games, like, we need to, like, get out something big and notable that we know is going to be good and also make a fun episode. So Yeah, if we're, if we're just, if it's just the, you know, Dower Patrol. Yeah. You know, like, we've, we've just been doing exclusively, like, the summer of... of you know, whatever that was. Yeah, yeah. Summer, summer 2012 with sacrifice yeah. and sort of mana. Yeah, yeah. Just, just, the, just a sadness march. Yeah. Um. um so after I think some... we've gotten better about making episodes fun when they're sadness marches, though. Oh, true. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It's just evening out. The show is less than a year old when that happens. Yeah. Um. Yeah. After Sims Three, uh, we are going to be broadcasting our live episode about Donkey Kong '94. Hmm. Um, which which contains bonus stuff. It's going to talk about that weekend, talk about the experience and everything. Uh, it's pretty fun. We lived through a blizzard uh, and our hotel flooded. Um, so so we could talk about that stuff. It's pretty fun, I think. Uh-huh. The, um, after that, uh, we are doing Pathologic, yes. uh, which I'm very excited to, to do. I've wanted to play that for a long time. Same here. Yeah. Um, and then we have cool things planned for the month after as well. Yes, we uh, do. Including a, including a cool poll. So uh, keep an eye out for that. If you want to vote in that poll, um, the way you can do so is by going uh, and joining us on Patreon. Any amount gives you access to those polls. Yes. So uh, patreon.com slash duckfeedtv. You know, if everyone listening to this gave us a buck, we would make, you know, we'd make tons of progress on our goals and smash the shit out of them. Yes. And uh, you guys would be able to vote on those polls. Yeah. So. Goals and polls. Makes goals a big difference for us. Um, you also get a bunch of other stuff, too. Yes. So um, check that out. Additionally, if you want to help spread the word, you know, we don't really advertise, like occasionally we run like banner ads on something awful, but the only way that the show grows is by word of mouth. So if you have a friend who either likes video games or listens to podcasts, preferably both, please, um, you know, tell them about uh, about us, recommend us, um, mm-hmm. talk about us on social media or on message boards. We occasionally see that when we are doing searches and stuff. It's always good mm-hmm. to, uh, it's always good to watch the street team get out there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, you know, and then you can also do that uh, virtually by doing uh, uh, ratings reviews on iTunes. Helps us climb those those ratings. Um, those work, you know, based on kind of uh, proximity to each other. So if a bunch of people do that at once, it's going to catapult us up those ratings. More people mm-hmm. will see us. More people will listen to the show, et cetera, et cetera. That's uh, is the idea. Yeah. The um, so we would appreciate that. Um, other than that, um, yeah, I think I think that's actually about it. Just about. Um, so thanks everybody for listening. We will be back in a week to talk about Magicka. Uh, until then, what should they watch out for? They should watch out for a real good pack. Mm-hmm.
Yeah. My insurance doesn't or what cover your insurance anything. won't cover. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, um, <laughs> what we'll, we'll, we'll have to pay extra for. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Sorry about that. That That's sucks. Bad toast. That sounded, <laughs> got, got stuck in the wrong pipe. Yeah. I got, I got, I tried to breathe in some toast. Mm, toast dust. Mm hmm. Toast, toast air. Long.